What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Anything But Credible, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. I got the guys with me. Griff, Keith, what's happening, dudes? How's it going, Dugan? What up, world? We have a very special guest also with us. Um, listen, if you're in St. Louis, I know you've seen, you've at least heard, he's all over the place. We have the hilarious, absolutely hilarious, actually, 2016 St. Louis's funniest person. That's right. Mr. Rafe Williams, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on, man. Man, we appreciate you stopping by, man, coming to this uh, great A in, in studio. Yeah, man. I like the I like the new digs. I like the new digs you got downtown here, out of the arch. That's fucking crazy. Top of the arch. That's where we're broadcasting from, everybody. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> um, controlling the weather. Controlling the weather at the same time. Yeah, that was one of the, the theories we did was that the arch is a weather controlling device. Yeah, we can now confirm it. We're here. We're doing it. It's a portal to the eighties, but only the eighties. Oh, that's it. Just the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, man, listen. So, what we're gonna do here, man? We're, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Rafe. We'll get into uh, the theory of the week, and then, of course, we'll, we'll, we'll if, depending on the time, you know, we'll, we'll check out and see how much we have for the weekly weirdness. Um, but before we do anything, it's only right that we keep our tradition going strong with having a guest over. You know, it's the icebreakers, man. We got to make sure that you know we're on the same page here, and everyone listening, you know, we want to know get know Rafe a little bit, man. You know. So I'll start us off right off the bat. Rafe, ketchup or mustard? Mustard. Zero carbs. <laughs> okay, let me, 1A. Um, is that the same answer for on, on a hot dog? Which one on a hot dog? Yeah, I got to go mustard on that. I mean, I go both. I'm like trash as fuck. Dude. Team mustard, Wait, no, finally. We finally have a <laughs> guest. That's yeah, it. really. Ketchup and mustard at the same time? I'll go all in. Oh, I'm man. a sauce man. You so only like, got one though, man. So it's oh. like they're, they're giving so one. Said, the you said or you didn't say yeah. and. I, you give yeah. me a choice. You you're gun to my head. I'm going mustard. Yeah, I like this guy. So you're a food lube guy. I like lube it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, baby. We so got a sauce man. I just no love for the ketchup, man. I just can't find. Well, I, there's been a couple. You hand me a children. dry. You hand me a dry children. chicken breast, and I'll smack the shit out of you. That's a guarantee. Um. Okay. Uh. Kids or puppies, man. Puppies, cats suck. See, that's that's automatic. Agreed, we yeah. actually, no one's had cats. We might cats are so worthless. Cats are like, I always tell, my analogy is dogs are like a jealous girlfriend, right? Like you come home, but they're they're like, I missed you so much. Where, where have you been? I thought you weren't going to come back for a second. And then it's like, nice. you smell weird. Is that like a, been hanging out with another dog? Is it that bitch around the corner? Because she's not good enough for you. But you come home and the cat and the cat's like an abusive husband. It's like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Just starts pawing you. You think I've been sitting on the wind- windowsill all day watching these fucking birds? You think this food's going to make itself? By the way, I took a shit in the corner. Why don't you clean that <laughs> yeah, up real quick? Yeah, clean that up. Yeah, wait till you go to sleep tonight. I'm going to smack the shit out of your feet. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you who runs this place. And I'm like, fuck that animal. Any animal that I provide food and shelter and safety for and I want to pet it. It's like, go fuck yourself. I'm like, all right, cool. Go live outside. Yep. Fuck you. Yep. I'm the same way. I'd, I actually, we might need to rephrase that question because I don't know if anybody, I mean. There's people out there, man. There are. Oh, there's people out there. There's cat people, dude. There's cat people. Cat people are hardcore cat people. And this, real is, this is the argument they'll make. Cats make you earn their love. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I'm just like. Now I got a pet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a ferret. You really want to earn something's love? Get a fucking <laughs> ferret. 
And you'll do some work because that yeah. motherfucker will just come out of the couch to bite you and then disappear into your couch cushions. And I'm like, don't try that shit. Nothing's free with a ferret. Yeah. what? I wonder how that is, actually. Do you Have you had a ferret before? That's kind no, of- I have a friend that has okay. a ferret. I think he watched Beastmaster one- too many times. He's like, I want ferrets that steal rings from people. <laughs> and he bought like five <laughs> ferrets, dude. And I go to his house and it's like, they stink because they're oh, kind yeah. of musky. See, that's, I don't even know. Oh, they, they supposedly smell I don't know anything horrible. about. Yeah, my cousin had a ferret. Really? Oh, it smelled so bad. Dude, he has like, his uh-huh. house is like a ferret playland it's bizarre oh. so there's just like tubes all going up around the ceiling. so that's like oh the, that is strange it's kind of like the people that are they extreme. are kind of cool to visit i wouldn't want to have to fuck with them they're, every day they're vicious no man so my roommates had one back in the day and they tell the story all the time wait a they're, ferret yeah the, okay. cur- the cursings had a, had a ferret and uh their brother had a, had a little baby alligator and they had baby alligator in the bathtub what and uh the ferret killed the alligator what? The alligator like ripped oh. out the alligator's eyeballs. Well, that's savage. Yeah, yeah. Well, Did they have they like, don't play around. an exotic pet store yeah. when they were younger? Or cursings are weirdos, man. I don't know. To yeah, who? What a combination. And then the tiger ate the ferret. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What a combination. And then the bald eagle killed the tiger. <laughs> it's crazy. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> the man? cycle yeah, of life. Seriously, just South County, South Africa, South County. Yeah. 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 similar. Um, Jeff Coe's okay. weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, yeah. How do, hey, hey, dude, my fucking ferret killed my alligator again. <laughs> my mama's gonna stop buying me alligators if that don't right. stop happening. Let's, what about this? This is this is a controversial question here. Okay. Are you a bar soap or loofah kind of guy? I'm a loofah guy. See, that's what's up. Bar soaps for squares. That's what's. Oh, that's what's you gotta up. Get what about it? a body wash? What do you mean? Well, body wash is loofah, right? Yeah, that's I cool. That's loofah. Actually, the, our yeah. last guest that we had uses body wash with not just the water. Well, that's even weird. That's a serial killer. <laughs> See, that person's a serial killer. That's what I said. I, guys, I, I just, just what, wants to what, feel the skin. What serial killer did you guys have on that just uses a, like a handful of soupy too. Old Spice? That, that's what I said. They just I'm buy axe and just... <laughs> And yeah. then just rub it all. It would just. Wa- it wouldn't even get on you. It would just like go down the drain. It's literally what I said. This, this is what no you comments. did. Griff, this is this is, that, is, is this you, man? <laughs> it's me and somebody else. You yeah. lubed up. I'm a serial killer. It's You're fact. a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it works, guys. You got you got to rub thought, it in. Nice, nice and deep. Like, man, I think you need to buy a loofah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you need to at least try. You're you like try, half you, converted. At least a wash rag or something. Have you given? I occasionally use a wash rag. I'll say that. I mean, have okay. you given it a if, chance? If I have a clean wash rag about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've used the leaf before, Nick. Once or twice a month. Just not your thing, huh? It's not my thing. Mm. Gotta do it, man. Apparently, there's some people out there that just I go do keep pure liquid. A caveat to that, I keep a bar soap around for the tough jobs. <laughs> okay. If I got to get in there, if I've had a particularly sweaty day and I got to get after, like, the, you know, the skin bridge between my balls and my asshole. Well, yeah. I'm not going loofah. I'm going a bar of <laughs> zest all day. I'm going to get it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm getting down there, and I'm getting in there, and getting some work done. Zest, but, huh? Is that what you're rolling with? That's just what my mom bought. I think that was like what poor people had growing <laughs> up. <laughs> See, I, I'm, 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 I'm okay with you know with the backup, you know, but like for me, it's like a 97 percent thing of yeah. the time I'm, I'm using. Me too. Moving. Me too. I'm going um, that's just like a bar of soap, so gross, like. Go in somebody's shower and there's like fucking pubes stuck to yeah, it. You know it's nice. been yeah, like yeah. Yeah. you know it's been in somebody's asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, 
how do you wash soap? What do you use to clean soap with? It's an oxymoron. It, it's yeah. soap. Though. No one knows. It does, but that doesn't mean it's like inherently clean. Clean. No. So that it has what got the, a cube on it. I, I guess you not, just scrape that think, top layer. You don't like you set. Know, you can't set like a dog turd on a bar of soap and it just dissolves it's and it's gone. Yeah. And the soap is <laughs> it doesn't clean. exist anymore. <laughs> right. It's like somebody's had that soap and all their at least in the but the body wash and the granted the loofah is probably the same thing. Loofahs. At least you can. I have like little. One dollar guest loofahs. When I have people come over, I'm like, "Here's your loofah. Don't be putting my loofah in your ass." Yep. Okay, it's very considerate. Yep. Very yep. considerate. Oh yeah, that's why. Very I, cultured. Yeah, you'll see. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. This question, I, I'm kind of, I'm actually pretty interested in this because okay. I, out of the stuff, uh, a lot of the different material that I've seen you do, and especially like when I think you're just like freestyling, mm-hmm. I, I, ca- I catch a lot of old action movie references. Yeah. Maybe. I need to know, man. <laughs> What's your favorite? Who's your favorite action movie star? Oh, man. That's tough. See, it is a tough one. I mean, old school Arnold will always have a special place in yeah, my Yeah, I dude. think that's everybody's number one. I don't think it so. Wasn't Gr- mine. Yeah, Griff, you didn't say What no was one. yours? Uh, Did you go Stallone? Didn't you say, one of you guys said Bruce Willis. He was my number five. Oh, he was your five. Okay, never mind. He was my number five. I mean, there's a special place in my heart for like Jean Claude Van Damme. I like all the guys that like barely spoke English. Like (laughs) they had no business. It like in the 80s and 90s, it was like we need some. And Stallone kind of falls in that category. He barely speaks English. He doesn't speak it well. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you you go kill me. You guys, you guys, you are my. You're not going to kill me. I'm really going to come to ground. Jump and damn. And I'm like, that could just, that's just like, no one knows what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. So like, they had to be good at the action part. It's true. Because it, there's an old Hercules movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where they dubbed his voice. I think it oh. has Woody Allen in it. And Schwarze- oh. Schwarzenegger plays Hercules. It's old. It's hard to find. It's funny, though, because it's like, <laughs> That sounds interesting. Arnold Woody opens Allen. his mouth, but this voice comes out. Watch out, I'm Hercules. It's like <laughs> it's so weird. And it's not done very well either, but it's clear That's that shocking. like we That's can't hard to let believe. him talk. It was it was like he's young in it too. Like this is pre crew cut Arnold when oh, he had yeah. like floppy hair. Yeah. Oh wow. When he was still doing like iron uh, still like, yeah, he was definitely movies. bodybuilding. Keith, what's that movie that you always reference every time we talk Chuck about Chuck Norris, this? too. Let's, let's throw Chuck in the mix. I mean, Chuck and Norris has some good flicks, yeah. What was that one that you always talk about, the Sylvester Sloan, though? Over the top, dude. Oh, over How the do you top. not Lincoln know Lincoln Hawk, dog. Get <laughs> the fuck movie. out of here, yeah. man. Uh, it's one I, I got to be honest, man. Dude, I never. just him rolling around in that 18-wheeler, just working out. <laughs> you love that so much. I don't know why, dude. It was like the worst yeah. movie I'd ever seen. <laughs> it's but terrible. It was so great. His move was like. To yeah. like roll his fingers around and like distract <laughs> his opponent. You go over the top. I had. A, he went over the top, okay. baby. Right. Somebody asked me the other day. I was sitting there watching. I think now on TV they're playing The Expendables three. I think now. And, See, uh, like I, somebody they lost at, me later in life. Somebody. Like, oh, what do you? Well, that's what the question was. Was do you think these guys all speak better English and more clearer now than like in than in their like most popular movies? And I actually had to think about it for a minute. I'm like. I don't know. Van Damme still sounds the exact same to me, but sure. maybe he's a little... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. So I think... I feel like Arnold got better, but he might be the only one. Yeah, Arnold probably did because of politics. Yeah. yeah. That probably... Oh, he had, like, he had yeah, to polish his... his a little, bit, a little yeah. bit. I didn't even think about that. I mean, just yeah. also being here longer. Yeah. You know? like my girlfriend's got... My girlfriend is a first-generation citizen. Her parents are Russian. Okay. Mm. But like, I went home for Christmas expecting to be like, you know, 
I'm like, cool, your parents are going to talk. Like, we are from Russia, Soviet yeah. Union, we eat nothing but potatoes and onions. And it was just like, <laughs> you could just barely catch a little Russian accent because yeah. they've been here for 25 years. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I think that, like, just being in, have you ever had a friend, like, move away for college? And when they come back, they, they pick like, up a bit of an accent. Yeah, like, they move mm-hmm. up to Chicago and all of a sudden they come home and they're talking about hot dogs and <laughs> things like this. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And <laughs> it's what, like. People think that when I go home, because I'm from Southern Illinois, and they're like, you talk all city now. (laughs) But then when I go places up north, they're like, oh, are you from the south? So it's like everything's... It's relative. It's what you're used to hearing. I mean, I feel like that's for us. Me and Griff, we went down to uh, Missouri State in Springfield for a little while. Sure. When we'd come back, it'd be uh, every once in a while, you could catch yourself, I think, being like, oh, I just kind of twang that R out a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. Drop that G. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. For sure. I just, I got older, man. And like, I think my sensibilities changed and like now action movies are just cheesy to me and I hate it because I'd like to enjoy them, but I'm like, all of them, there's not almost a man. lot of like, I don't get into like fast and furious. I, hate I don't it. get into, Thank you. it's okay. <laughs> I, dude, I, no, I don't hate it, but I I'm just like, it. I'm not like, dude, thank God they're making number eight. I have so many unanswered questions from <laughs> one through seven. You're not following the storyline anymore. Right. <laughs> and I, but I get it. And I just think there's a point in like a young man's life that like, when he's trying to figure himself out that like, that like all testosterone in the eighties was just that. Yeah. It's just that just a testosterone yeah. fest. Every movie gets kind of old. I, I hate it. You just really? grow up and you like yeah. want a little more substance and like yeah. I still watch them if they come on every once in a while. Like I'll watch the mechanic and I'm like, that's not bad. I watched it. Some of it, the mechanics actually okay, but some of them I watch that are super cheesy. They're funny because they're so horrible. And it's yeah. like it's amazing that some people are watching this and taking this movie seriously. Right, right. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, like their life the fa- ambition I mean, the is to like, and Vin Diesel was kicking torpedoes, yeah. man. Come right, it's got well, to stop. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen that. That's spoiler alert, Sorry, dude. My brother has a scar on his forehead because, like, there was some movie where Van Damme was, like, catching arrows out of a bow or, like, yeah. blocking them. Oh, yeah. He tried to and do I'm that. like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I got my bow oh. out with a yardstick. <laughs> oh, so okay. I had my brother shooting a yardstick at me out in the yard, and I was, like, blocking it, <laughs> catching it in between my hands. And, just, and he's, like, five years younger than me. He's like, I want to try it. I want to try it. You know, like little brothers yeah. do. And I'm like, you right. can't fucking do it, dude. You don't have the training I have, man. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, I could, if you could do it, I can do it. First fucking shot, boom. He like gets his hands halfway closed because he's dumb. <laughs> and like the yardstick just splits his forehead oh, wide oh, open. I, yeah. went, I went and hid in a culvert somewhere in right. town for yeah, like, like three hours because I didn't want my dad to find me. Yep. So they had a big, they just have a big influence on you when you're younger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe too much. I mean, especially I'm, I'm with you on the, the Van Damme, man. I was, I was all about Jean-Claude. You're a big blood sport guy, aren't you? I'm all no, I'm Dude, not. I my fighting style is a mixture of the monkey guy from Bloodsport. <laughs> oh, whoa. What else? Uh, uh, <laughs> put spot. Kurt Russell from Tango and Cash. I got a little Kurt Russell sprinkled in there. That's Kurt a good Russell, movie. That's actually a is, solid is, mention. Is though. Roadhouse not in here? Roadhouse is in there. Roadhouse is ninety percent. But I'm the, I'm the I'm the old crippled guy, Wade Garrett. I'm not <laughs> It's not. I'm not Swayze. I'm not Swayze worthy. No wheel. No but wheel kicks. To answer your original question, old school Arnold in his heyday, Predator, nice Total Recall, uh, nice. Running Man, uh, when all those movies were out. Yeah, like not '90s Arnold, but mid '80s Arnold. You can't fuck with him. I'm right there with you. you I think a lot of people, the, the Running Man, man, they, that's, that's. I feel like that's not on the the, the main radar. That, oh, that's yeah, it's good. It's one of my all timers, man. Um, Keith, you got anything over there? Commando. 
Commando solid. Throw nice. in my crush, Alyssa Milano. Nice. Well, yes, for a 12 year old kid, that was fucking well, awesome. Yeah. Didn't get back, back in her heyday. Yeah. 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 Back and in her heyday. Lift off mm-hmm. some steam. The other thing. Are you saying she's still in her heyday? Is that what you just implied? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was definitely implying that. <laughs> she hasn't fallen off for me, Tim. All right. All right, Keith. She is still. Beauty's in the eye of the She's older. gorgeous. Yeah. Alyssa Milano is beautiful. I'd marry her right now. Right here, the 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 so, uh, can... not, right here at the top of the arc. Yeah. Just wait until you catch one of those charm replays, man. They've been playing them every sprinkle them around every uh, once in a while. I think they play those every, every day, day yeah. are they? Every yeah. day? Oh. I think those are like TNT every day. Okay, never mind. Of course. Mind. Uh, okay. What do you consider a dad joke? Oh man. Keith loves, loves, loves dad jokes. I'm I'm a big fan. Just anything that's like corny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me. Keith, hit us with a dad joke real quick. I mean, a dad joke for for me is like there's this. Uh, I have a character based on a fucking. Uh, you guys ever watch? Uh, it's like late at night, and it's like Faith Church Pastor David Crank, and he's got like frosted tips and like a hot <laughs> wife, and he's like tries to be relatable with these corny ass. Yep, and it'll be like I used to drive a Dodge Neon in high school, pick Nicole up. You know why they called a neon? Because you got a knee on the dash and a knee on the door. Am I right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Like, all right. That's to me. That's like a corny ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. the same character from uh, the fake ID sketch. Uh, Steve, is it? No, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. I, I did the character, and I was getting uh, like a cold open where I just turned into a giant bag of money. Oh. It keeps flashing back between me and my wife, and every time it flashes <laughs> back, I have more jewelry on until I okay. finally just turn into a giant bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> But to me, that's it. What's your dad joke? Lay one on me. Oh, okay. Like, uh, I don't like use these all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get accused of using them all the time. Them. Only when I'm like we, confronted with my dad jokeness. We have but, forty right episodes now. we can go through, friends. Like, that right is now. true. Okay. Uh, Do you hear the one about the moon? What? It's probably over your head. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's not too bad. I mean, I was gonna say is that that's more like fourth grade joke. <laughs> That's more like off. That's more like a laffy taffy. Yeah, you're not even at dad level. Yeah, I think dad jokes are more corny. Like, uh, yeah, it gets. Yeah, my humor's all over the place. Sometimes, gets a little weird. But hey, yeah, what are you gonna do? Dad jokes are like liquor in the front, poker in the rear, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta have the laugh afterwards. That's that's where I go with it usually. It's all about that afterward laugh. It's like a chuckle. It's not even like a full laugh. That's that's what that's what seals it for me. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, real pleased with themselves. Yeah, just just, just, then they go down and fix the furnace. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) man, I just killed that joke. Man, I just killed that. Costanza's right out of the room, and then you just hear him out in the garage beating on something with a wrench for the next four hours. (laughs) Because his wife won't sleep with him anymore. <laughs> well, listen, you guys got anything else for uh, right before we move on? Not as really far not. as icebreaker yeah. questions. Yeah. That was basically like our, our icebreaker pretty good. template. Yeah, I like uh, it. They're just silly things that we, you know, I, I feel like they're really dumb, but I mean, yeah, you can get a decent judgment off of somebody. I mean, listen, right off the bat, catch our mustard, that's going to, that, that that divides us. So that's going to put oh, you. So yeah. that, we, we, we kind of use that as our. It's very important. I'm a mayo guy. And that's mayo. like that's a polarizing condiment. I like mayo. We've actually mayo, got mayo sour cream fucks people up. Sour cream is good. Well, the main thing is that our our div, our division is really when it comes to the hot dog. What goes on a hot dog? And Apparently, there's a, some really serious rules that I didn't are, know about. Like adults don't put ketchup on their hot dogs. I've but been Nick, known, Nick I've been know known to if, to put some mayonnaise on a hot dog later. Whoa! Tonight. I'm just saying. 
spicy too. mustard mayo, mix it all together. Okay, just uh, well, well, spicy mustard. Yeah, I'm that, down with that. I, I can say my buddy he sent me a Snapchat of horsey sauce on a hot dog. Horsey, like yeah. from like Arby's, like a packet of horsey sauce. Oh, I like that. There's, I like that. There's a sauce snobbery on a on a on meat made from the assholes and lips and ears of pigs. <laughs> it's real. It's like real. we're really, we're really, we're like, Oh, how could you ruin such fine cuisine? And it's just like, I saw a commercial today. It was like Oscar Meyer. Like we've changed our hot dogs. No more nitrates, no more sugar. Still made out of lips and assholes, <laughs> but we've draw the line at nitrates. No nitrates. Like, cool. When I want, when I eat asshole, the last thing I want is a nitrate. <laughs> Can't destroy assholes with nitrates or ketchup. That's emo nitrate, but that's porn secrets. We won't get into oh, that. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, that's kind of where I get to, though, is because, uh, um, you know, I mean, the, these rules, I'm like, guys, it's, yeah. it's a fucking hot dog. But whatever. I mean, some people take, apparently, there's rules. Apparently, in Chicago, they'll get murdered over putting ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah. I, I learned that almost, but I'm a relish guy, too, but we yeah, could, I could go on and yeah, on. Yeah, we go on. All right, let's move on. Let, let, let's, get in, let's get into you a little bit, Rafe, man. Um, okay. So like we said, we said in the beginning, man, like uh, 2016, St. Louis funniest person, right? And then, so you're doing all these, you're doing sketch, you're doing STL up late, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you guys can go out there and check, um, you know, the over, uh, other side of the tracks, I'm sorry, the podcast right. that Rafe had, um, it, you know, it's still out there going, like you got all these different things happening. Like, sure. Just tell us, like, I don't know, I guess just like. Fill us in. Let us know what's happening. Like, what, what's up with you right now? Currently? Yeah. What do you got going on? Well, I, the funny bone, like I won the helium contest last year. Funniest person in St. Louis. Uh, I'm hosting that starting mid June. I'm getting ready to feature for Dave Vitell. Uh, so nice. I'll be at helium comedy club, nice, nice. like 11th, which I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and plug. No, no, no. We, hey, we're all, all, all the way. Like, uh, June, Get some plugs in there. June 12th through 14th. or I don't know that weekend, second weekend in June. I'm not sure what the exact dates are. I'll be with David tell. And then I'm heading to New York an improv team. I play on called dad van won a nationwide contest. Nice. Uh, with the upright citizens brigade. You know, have you ever heard of a podcast called improv for humans with Matt Besser? Have no, it. I have no. not. It's like on the top 10 comedy podcasts, and it's just like Matt Besser started up Bright Citizens Brigade with Amy Poehler. Okay. <clears throat> Tim Walsh, um, or Matt Walsh, excuse me. And um, they had a contest in 16 cities with like 400 teams, and it was basically to do improv in a podcast format, where like we are right now. Like we would get a suggestion, and we would, so it was almost like old timey radio. Like you have to do you just a podcast, but it's all audio. And we okay. entered and we made it to the final three teams in the nation, and then we had to film a second show that was an hour long and send it in, and uh, we won. So they're flying us to New York at the end of the month, being the Del Close Marathon. That's awesome. We get to perform with Matt Besser, and we're going to be on an episode of Improv for Humans, which is awesome because wow. it's like it's, it's in the top ten comedy podcasts yeah. Yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's like Rogan, Marin. Improv for humans. So okay. I'm like, that's damn tight. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. It's cool. So it's cool to see to, people do that and that. Did you guys film did you guys film you guys like doing your podcast form or was it actually doing like some some sketches and bits and stuff? Or was it just all podcast? Just podcast. Stuff? We filmed it because I, I guess that was a way to like keep it honest. Okay. That you couldn't edit yeah, right, it. Right. You know? Because right, right. they would like see the jumps in the That makes tape. sense. That makes sense. Because it had to be an unaltered thing. Um, so I got that going on. I won the, or I didn't win. I advanced in the first round of the funny bone contest last night. I can't win helium again. Cause I won it last year. Right. 
It's f- so funny bone doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, every comedy club usually has a contest, okay, you know, for the funniest person or whatever. So I'm doing that one this year. We'll see. There's a lot of funny people, and comedy subjective, man. You can get, if you usually can, you'll whittle it down to the finals of like who the funny people in the city are, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's like depending on the audience or wh- what number you go and. You know, it can roll anyway, so it's nice. I always say with contests, it's like if you win, it's a feather in your cap. If you lose, don't take it personal. Yes, yeah. yeah. They could have brought forty-eight family members for all you know. Yeah, <laughs> like you true. don't know. That's true. Yeah. Who's in the audience? Um. And other than that, the improv shops open. Man, we're doing a bunch of shows there. I'm um, getting ready to launch a three-man sketch group with John Langan and Bobby Jaycox called Bottom of the World. So cool. be looking for that. Yeah. Uh, we're planning the Flyover Festival in November. We're going to have our first comedy festival in St. Louis, so Whoa. that's huge. We're going to have it all in the Grove. Oh, awesome. Nice. Uh, we've already booked. I can't say who they are yet because yeah. they haven't announced, but we've booked some like national. I mean, we booked big podcast people. Nice. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with the dollop. Uh, and uh Ew. And then a couple big comedians, and then we're going to do sketch. We're going to have, we got a lot of cool stuff with the Defiant Thomas Brothers are coming this, in July to teach at the improv shop, and those dudes are awesome. I don't know if you've ever checked their stuff out. So it's a lot, and I'm in, I don't know what's going to happen yet. I made it to the final round of Just for Laughs Montreal Oh, to go to be part of their new faces, which would be really big. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't that's know. cool. I haven't heard back yet. Yeah. I sent my final audition tape in, and now it's just kind of like I check my fucking email every fifteen minutes. It's not healthy. Hey, <laughs> it's really not healthy. I'm just like, this sucks, man. I just want to know. Just yeah. tell me no, or tell me yes, but just don't let me sit out yeah. there and wait. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, just a lot of really cool stuff. You know, I'm always doing shows all over the city and improv. I just try to stay busy. I think you got to yeah. get your ten thousand hours. That's how you become an expert in any craft. And so I just. Like, you know, same thing right now. We're doing it right now. Yep. Yeah. We're logging we'll, hours right now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, and I, we should say this too. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, at the end, we'll, we'll definitely, in our shouts on stuff, in, in our shout outs and stuff, we'll, yeah. we'll plug all that stuff again. But, oh, uh, God, no. That was already excruciating. Well, I mean, just, uh, just, just, just play that again. I just want to <laughs> just cut it. We'll just play cut it and play it again. again. Yeah. Um, well, I just want to say, like, if you're out there, man, you know, right now, if you're listening, like, go over to your computer and check him out. Check Rafe out on YouTube. He's got a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. out there. And Subscribe. Uh, you can uh, <laughs> just Google. Everything will come up, man. You got, I mean, around here, at least in, even if you're St. Louis, you know, I saw yeah. Post-Dispatch last year, Riverfront Times I saw, you know. Yep. So yep. Rafe's out there. He's doing, and basically. A good year. 2016, terrible year for the world. Great year for my comedy career. <laughs> Rafe Williams. <laughs> Up there, man. That's right. Uh, the rest of the nation, sad, crying, <laughs> celebrities dying, a buffoon is president, but I got a pretty good write up in Go Magazine, so I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you get a lot of your material from? Just being observant and yeah, just kind of curious? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Uh, I'm a people watcher. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I observe, like, human behavior. And I've always been, like, funny, I guess. Like, Bill Hicks talks about, like, finding your voice. You hear comedians talk about that a lot. Like, how do you get to find your voice, man? Because you'll see it first, uh, like, people doing impressions of the comments that they like. Okay. I'll see somebody in open mic, and I'm like, oh, he's doing Anthony Jeselnik. You can Mm. tell. That guy's trying to be Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. And you eventually grow out of that and just be like, you got to be you. And yeah. Bill Hicks, one of my favorite things he ever said was like, 
learn to be yourself on stage and <clears throat> no one else can be you and you'll always have the law of supply and demand covered you okay. don't have to worry about people stealing your shit because like everyone starts out telling those generic jokes anyone can tell not yeah. dad jokes but you know mm -hmm. like what's up with twitter i mean tweet this <laughs> yeah and it's like cool like there's nothing unique about that that makes it specific what's your opinion about twitter like what what oh. is the thing that makes you hate twitter mm -hmm. and then yeah. like then it becomes yours you know and it's like um so i would say a lot of my comedy just comes from talking about my life man because i've okay. always found a way to like because life will beat you the fuck down there's no doubt about if that, you let yeah. it so my sense of humor has always been you know a defense mechanism like everybody else mm -hmm. i fall into a lot of the old chestnuts of comedians of like broken home damaged goods bullshit but i'll spare you the semantics it's but it's like a lot of it is just being able to talk about yourself and have that's, some humility man. yeah that's what i was just gonna say i mean yeah you take all that yeah. shit though and turn it into some solid right. good solid material i mean that's yeah to me that's something i there's no way i mean yeah i tried to, not, i couldn't handle that sure and the I've ability heard. to at least you know be able to turn it into something i mean you know like that yeah to me you know just like who's also like standing on the outside of the entire comedy scene you know but like right. just looking in i'm like damn i don't know how people do that shit man it's crazy it's man. hard man it's the hardest. That's one of the other Bill Hicks's laws, 10 laws of comedy. He's like, remember, this is the hardest thing in the world there is to do. If you can do this, you can do anything. Now, I, I really believe that. It's, it is a tough, yeah. it's a tough gig. Uh, but you get good. It's like anything else, man. If you do it and you stick to it, you'll get better at it and you'll get good at it. And everybody sucks at the beginning. No one just comes out of the gate and is awesome. Just killing. You just right got to work bat. at it. <laughs> yeah. It's not, there's no secret. The secret is the secret of everything. Hard work. I hear you. All right. So. How do you feel about, uh, what do you think the role of the comedian is? Like, is it just for laughs, social mm. commentary? Are you guys the modern-day philosophers? Are you all of the above? I mean, Well, you've been listening to T.J. Miller? No. The modern-day philosophers? Um, I think comedy is a calling to me. Uh, I don't want to get too cheesy, man, but like, I knew at a young age that I came from a shitty home. My dad was abusive and I had two younger brothers and I could make my mom and brothers laugh when he wasn't around and it could kind of give them an escape from a pretty shitty situation. And I recognized at nine years old that there was a power there that even living with someone who was a totalitarian type person, he couldn't take that from me. And there was a freedom in that. And then I feel like, so to me, and people will give you different answers for this, but I learned that at a young age and that always, I knew I wanted to be a comedian when I was nine years old. I didn't pursue it immediately. I did everything else I could to avoid it. But it was like, to me, when I hear people say like, I was just called to be a priest or I was called to yeah. be this, like, I think it's a calling. And, uh. That's what, what else would make you do this? What else would make you go up there and <laughs> yeah, just take it on true. the fucking chin <laughs> night after night because you've got, a, you've got something to say and you want people to hear your voice and it's different. Comedy is different. That's why people, I always go on podcasts and people try to get me to shit on like Carrot Top and Gallagher. And I'm like, look, dude, they made more money than I've made. Somebody likes it. It may yeah. not be for you and it may not be for me, but like, I think it's all those things. Okay. I think okay. it's all those things you yeah. said. I think it's an escape. I think it is a philosophy. I think it is social commentary. You know, the king, the jester is the only one that can call out the king. Okay. That's, and it's slowly being fucking taken away from yeah, us. Yes. That's you kind of yeah. got another one of my questions there. Okay. Go ahead and answer. Uh, let's see. 
I was going to say, what do you think the role is of comedy and calling out power? Uh, things like, you know, Stephen Colbert just came under under fire for his yeah. his uh, cockholster reference to Donald Trump. Do you think there's a line? I mean, or does he owe the president no. any deference? Or is no. he there just to call? No. Is that? no. Hey, it's a question. It's yeah. coming to fire. No, it's not I'm, my opinion. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just answering. No. No, I'm saying. I think that here's the thing that blew my fucking mind about Colbert. He got attacked by liberals. Yep. Not gay people. He got attacked by white people who think they understand what gay people think. And I'm like, you're circling the wagons and firing inwards. This guy's been a, a champion of the liberal agenda. He's clearly playing like the thing that Colbert was good at. And I have a character called Ronnie Jenkins Trump. I'm like, I've seen that. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I have. Yeah. I try to emulate him in that my conservative friends like Ronnie and my liberal friends like Ronnie. Okay. My conservative friends for two different reasons. Right? For two different reasons. Yeah. My liberal friends see the satire and my conservative friends are like, yeah, fuck yeah, he's funny. And you know, like yeah. he says some of the stuff I think. And it's like Colbert was great when he played his character right. on Comedy Central at he had viewership from both sides. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he became himself and it, he kind of eased into the role of being Stephen Colbert. And now he's saying the things he really thinks and liberals are turning on him because I'm just like, he used a term he's making fun of. Vladimir Putin has a cock. The facts. If he oh, was a woman, <laughs> then Donald Trump's mouth would be a pussy holster. Right. But you can't change facts. The right. fact is, the point is, and the and the, the thing that they're missing is, I'm like, he's making, he's saying something, in, that will make Donald Trump inflammatory. Yes. Donald Trump is probably a homophobe. Donald right. Trump would not like hearing that another man's cock was in his mouth. Yes, that doesn't make Stephen Colbert a homophobe. That doesn't mean he's trying to hurt. He's saying something that will intentionally ruffle the feathers of a person in power because he knows that that guy's obsessed with his penis. He's proved it on the campaign show. Yes. Yep. He's a fucking pussy monger. He treats women like shit. And he's like, how do you get under someone's skin that's like that? We all have friends that are super macho, right? Right. Yeah. What's the worst thing you can do to them? What's the one thing they wear on their sleeve? The macho. Yeah, I'm not fucking gay, yeah. dude. They're masculine. Yeah. You think I'm fucking gay, dude? Yeah. I'm not fucking gay, dude. I'll kiss you right now, bitch. <laughs> I'll kiss you on your face. I'm not fucking gay. And it's like, that doesn't have anything to do with homosexual people. Right. It does not have anything to do with them. Right. I think and I think to... people just they they miss the forest for the trees. I'm like, you got if you're not a comedian, stay the fuck out of it cuz you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I agree. Uh yeah, I think I think the joke is more about like a uh, position of power than it was. For sure. Yeah, about and being actual subservient, sex, actual yeah. being subservient exactly. to a foreign power. Exactly. And, and also he was defending a colleague who yeah, was Yeah, I know. Yeah. And everyone forgets that yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that's a big part, yeah. He was doing a roast. And at a roast, you say really horrible things about people. Like, look at all, any roast you see. Yeah, like, yeah. You cross every line. He, he even said it. He's like, I, sir, am no. I forgot the guy's name, and I feel bad for it. Yeah, he said Whatever. he's very polite or something, but I, sir, I, am not. I, sir, am no him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You are the bloatus in chief. You know, like, he was doing a bit <laughs> like it was a friar's roast. And yeah. I'm like, right. people just, I don't know, man. Like, be, cool. Be offended. Yeah. Guess what? Bill Burr said it. Like, you'll wake up tomorrow morning. Your kids will get Your kids will be healthy. You'll just be offended. It's yeah. not, you're not going to die from it. Nothing doesn't hurt you. Right. Right. I'm like, if you take that stuff, if you take everything away that offends people, is there any comedy? Left? There's, what is there anything, anything left? Yeah. 
No. Like, what are we going to talk about? You That's know? Good point. Yeah. And that happens a lot. When I teach and coach improv, I run into that problem a lot because I got a lot of millennials. No offense. I get a lot of like, and it is a good thing. Like it is, a, it is a good thing. PC is a good thing. We used to, I grew up in the eighties, man. We used to go to church on Sunday and learn about loving and caring for everyone and accepting people for who they are. And then go out Sunday afternoon and play a game called smear the queer. For those right. Of, you familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, a lo- it wasn't a local thing, right? It no, was that like, was nationwide, I'm pretty sure. Yep. A game where you throw a yeah. football in the air and a bunch of adolescent boys jump on each other in a huddle of butts and nuts with no shirts on and smear the proverbial queer. Nothing gay about that game, <laughs> right? They later changed it to smear the banana as if that removed all the homoerotic <laughs> things the from the game. <laughs> but I would be at school and teachers at recess would hear us say, we're going to go play smear the queer. There was no course correction. They'd be like, have fun. Have fun. You know? Yeah, be so, back. To some degree, yeah, PC's good, man. There's a, We need to go that way a little bit. But when you start taking, it's, it, I work with people, you know, and like I have people in my group and it'll be like, you can't say this because I'm, I'm this. You can't say this because you don't understand me. I'm a feminist and you can't. And I'm like, cool, I'm me too. No, you don't understand because you're not a woman. And I'm like, okay. But I can have sympathy and empathy for you, right? And I'm like, maybe I don't fully understand, but that does not put us on opposite sides of the aisle. And if you don't want my empathy, what do you want? Because if you're not accepting that, then you're just telling me I'm an asshole. Yeah. She wants the status of victim. The, or well, she wants it's the status not, of not a victim. Power it's just, right. To control like, that I hate, subject. I, I hate to use that example. I because I think women have been getting shit on for a long time and they ain't taking it no more. Yeah. People better get fucking hip to it quick because and good for them. Right, yeah, right, right. But it's like I just use that example because it's like I tried to they tried to, I don't know, we had like a discussion, like, well, you can't say certain things. And I'm like, in the vein of comedy, you can say whatever you want to say. Uh-huh. Where it's the last bastion of free speech, man, we gotta protect it. And I'm like, look, I'm a veteran, right? I didn't have to fight in a war, thank God. And I, but my brother's on full disability. Uh, you know, his Humvee got blown up in Iraq. Mm. Can't tell you how many times in an improv theater I've seen foxhole scenes where guys are fucking in foxholes or somebody's throwing a jello grenade. Mm. And I'm like, if I choose to view that through the lens of being a veteran and only that lens, and I tell you, you don't have the right to do that fucking scene on stage and make people laugh because I'm a veteran. And you don't understand the trouble and you don't understand what it's like to be me. And then I take that off the table. Right. So now we're like, okay, well, we can't do those anymore. And then someone's like, well, I am a Latino and I don't want you to talk about Mexico and I don't want you to talk about Corona. I think it's a stereotype and it sucks. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I offended you. I'll take that off. You start taking stuff off the table that way. You won't be left with much. Yeah. And when you view stuff through one lens, you can really quickly become the the one the single minded narrow minded thing that you're rebelling against. Yeah. Yes. If, if everything's yeah. like you don't get it, I want I want this because I this is the one thing I identify as, and everyone else who doesn't agree with me is wrong. And I'm like, then you're just like the other side. And, and how are you going to make pro- progress on these issues? You will if, never if will. It's not discussed if it's not exposed. You never will. And if you can't have a sense of humor, man, get the fuck out of yep. here. Like life is hard. Laugh at yourself. <laughs> I'm with you. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, that was kind of a rant. I that was a good that. answer. Good. Hey, that was a really good it, answer. Man. Man. We love it. Yeah. Um, Keith, you got anything going? Because uh, I we I feel like uh, 
we should move on. I think we'll feel like we grilled Brafe enough. We got uh, we got real interviewee there. Um, and so look, <laughs> I feel like let's uh, let's lighten it up and. Uh, Skin the theory of the week, Rafe. You down to to talk about some Hell conspiracy? Yeah, dude. All right, what do you got for us, Keith? I thought you were gonna fart in the microphone or something. <laughs> Into that, that would have been way cooler. Like these fart filters you got over in front of me. <laughs> okay, so this one isn't too serious. All right, Beyonce's first pregnancy, it was all fake. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Keith, of all people in the world, you chose a Beyonce theory. Yeah, dude. This is the queen. This is interesting. Just. No the choice man should call Beyonce Queen B. Just Queen B. Just say Queen B. <laughs> okay, Tim. I heard Jay Z wasn't the real dad. Ooh. Ooh. I heard Ivy was actually Destiny's child. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dad, dad joke. Dad, dad joke. Dad, dad joke. Dad, dad joke. That was so Yeah, yeah. That's bald. Wow. <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> Amazing. Lay right. Lay on. Lay on okay. Bullet point one. She gave the press. Two different due dates. They were both a month apart. One was in January, the other February. Bullet point number wow. two. Wow, so far apart. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, she said January 29th, then she said February 1st. <laughs> you lying her. bitch. Liar. Case closed. Uh, people, people were saying she was wearing a fake bump when a video emerged of her stomach appearing to fold while she was bending over yeah. to sit down. Some people, they say what, it, what they think it is. Hello? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was wearing a pillow. Yeah. Well, they definitely make like fake baby bones. In movies. Oh. There are movies. Uh, yeah, stomachs also exactly. fold. They do. <laughs> well, they, uh, they do. I true. can tell you by looking at my fat belly right now, it is not a sm- completely smooth. <laughs> Bellies do fold. No, they do. <laughs> Just when you get a baby in them, they're not made of titanium. Like, they're still human flesh. <laughs> but they are rock point. solid, though. You ever felt a pregnant stomach? Well, it yeah. depends how oh, if yeah. she's about to pop or yeah, it's be, yeah. that is true. Baby yeah, bump and like having a fucking Volkswagen hanging off the front is two different things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while performing at the VMAs, she had a large baby bump, but a music video filmed supposedly a week prior, <laughs> she had virtually nothing. Oh, in week? a music video, a week. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. In a music video, she had virtually nothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then according to reports, Jay-Z and Beyonce paid $1.4 million to secure the fourth floor of the hospital she was giving birth at. Nurses and doctors were told to stay off this floor. Is that legal? Then, you can't just buy a floor of the hospital. Sure, Apparently it is. Probably Dude. Could. You probably could. Money talks. Yeah, man. I guess so. They're like, hey, that guy's going to die. You need CPR. They're like... Jay Z bought the floor. They would have pre-planned it. I'm sure they, they would have. Sure there were no. I don't think there were like patients. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey guys, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, here's an IV and a bedpan, and if you get hungry, I put some ho hos in the <laughs> mini fridge. I, I'm sure that it was just like they probably rented out every room. Yeah, I'm sure it, it, was, it was well planned. Had that. They diverted yeah. the guy who needed CPR. Yeah, trust me, else. hospitals are for profit. They'll take that. Oh money. yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Why then, is that though? I don't. Uh, should I let the, you finish? Can we that, dissect yeah, these yeah, one at a time. I'm, I'm, I'm no. trying not to poke up these just yet. <laughs> uh, every single person on in the hospital was told to turn over their phone at the beginning of the shift. Oh, what? yeah, and there was armed security walking around the hospital. Uh-huh. Well, that, I mean, you know what? Okay, go ahead, sorry. And then supposedly uh, blurry pictures of her and her HBO special were actually of the surrogate. In the 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 lemonade video? No, no, no. There was one prior to the lemonade one. Okay. Hmm. 
So yeah, that's all I got, boys. That last one is the okay. only, only bit that I think isn't ridiculous. Yeah. Surrogacy is extremely still very difficult to do in the U.S. Only reason you might hide that, cover it up. Um, but yeah, so the music video, there's a thing called uh, like video editing. Yeah. Whoa. So that one, yeah. <laughs> and like we it's gotta unreal, make them. Uh, yeah, like I'm you sure there was someone people. at MTV that's like, yeah. We need her to be like fuckable pregnant. Yeah. And <laughs> Someone so they, probably used those words. I probably guarantee <laughs> yeah. it. And they're probably like, all right, we'll just skim a little here, a little there. Yep. I mean, uh, no, I'd do her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they judge it. Yeah. Number one, who gives a shit if she had a, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, that's, that's, the baby's real. So. Baby, I believe, does exist. Well, I think it's Almost the Antichrist, probably. Ooh, it's rough. Really? The Illuminati. That's a, so. big, oh, it's a big thing to throw Illuminati. on this baby. I was going to say. Wow. Oh, you see? Every, it is an yeah. Illuminati baby. I feel like everything you described is also just like protecting your child. Oh, I'm paparazzi. sure it is. 100%. Yeah. yeah, taking away the phones is clearly because those, the first pictures of that Take, baby would have been be worth, worth a millions. ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Or if like something went wrong. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that could have been I rough. Imagine like a stillborn baby and some asshole like takes a picture. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You know, yeah. like you People never do know. Like that unless... I mean, that's a human being. So, like to me, I don't know, man. That's a pretty weak conspiracy <laughs> argument. It and is. Also, who gives a fuck, man? Like, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a whole lot of time before the show, <laughs> dude. That's what I was saying. Okay. Of all things that he picked, he picked the Beyonce thing. I, I, well, I, I was gonna do the CIA protecting the opium over in Afghanistan. Oh, didn't have enough time. But that's I also just like a that. fact. <laughs> well, that's, that's is happening. the CIA actually running the drugs though? Well, they're definitely protecting poppy fields. Well, they definitely yeah. are. Yeah. Is it the CIA or is it the private? Uh, it's company. I mean, the U.S. military. What's in some the cases, <laughs> they could be getting ready for all those parrots, man. Like we talked about in India. Well, oh, just, yeah. The politics are so difficult. I got one for you. Let's throw one. Yeah, out? yeah, yeah let's go it. for it, man. I got another one. Yeah. Unless you guys want, I mean, we can dissect this Beyonce thing. No, nah, I don't know where we go with it. You got another one? I have one that I can throw off you that I think. Uh, one of your let's see Hicks, either one of you Hicks was one of your favorite comedians, right? Yeah, I love so that. that he became uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we actually That's talked. So I, we actually had an episode I, talking I, about. I covered this series on this episode. Or, but, yeah, but we, I mean, on an episode. Yeah, That's so dumb. <laughs> Alex Jones. They look a little Alex bit like Jones believes the opposite. You couldn't find someone who has a more opposite viewpoint than what Bill Hicks believes. It's in. like only their disbelief in the overall system. I think is their only Maybe. is their only commonality, but they took that in two very different directions for sure. So, but but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. He's like Bizarro Bill Hicks. Exactly. Like, That's exactly <laughs> what he would be like. Lunatic. If yeah. Bill Hicks hated humankind, <laughs> yeah, and loved lo- loved like conservative values, uh-huh, uh-huh. then he would become Alex Jones. <laughs> That's like, kind of what the, the argument. So is, yeah. stupid. Yeah, the argument is pretty wild. It's pretty yeah. wild. So he might have been taken in. Have you ever seen the Alex Jones picture where he like posed for? Because you know he's so, and he has so much integrity. But yeah, it was very very much. It was like he posed for some kind of supplement, and it was just like oh, with his shirt shirt on. Yeah, (laughs) like him with a sunburn, and he didn't look any different. It looked like his head was superimposed on like another. Is like he literally just like laid in a tanning bed for thirty minutes, changed (laughs) pants. Yeah, and then had like a sunburn on his fat titties. Yeah, and, and I, I think like, like the only thing that I caught was like it looked like they maybe trimmed some of his chest hair or something. You know, maybe. it was like there it was, was yeah, it was dumb, so dumb. And I'm like, <laughs> dude's got supplements. Oh, for days. Right now, I get mad when I take this supplement. 
I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. So, get mad. Like, here's there's one for you. There's children that, listening. The dude bottles sunlight and <laughs> gives it to you. This one he apologizes. I want to tell you. Lose his mind. Where action movies lost me, and we'll get off on uh, a conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. There's an old movie with Owen Wilson and Gene Hackman, and it's called Behind Enemy Lines. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, fucking, it's a pile of shit, right? It's been a long time. So that was a, Do you remember? We were young. <laughs> you were young. Well, okay. I was probably late teens, early 20s when that came out, right? Okay. And it was just like a blatant fucking propaganda film for the Navy. So I went down a rabbit hole. Talk, I was just like, because it was just like, the na- brought to you by the Navy. <laughs> and it was like, shoo, like jets going off. Yeah. And like the guy that was in it that it was based on sued and won a, a defamation case because like they just took so many liberties. Like for, they made it, he said it, they made it look like he disobeyed a direct order. Mm. They said they made it look like he said he, he's plane got shot down on accident and he never engaged one enemy. Like he just hid in the woods for a few days and they came and got him. Like that was the extent of what happened. <laughs> okay. But in this movie, there's like mass graves oh, yeah. and he's fighting. Different. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. He's and on the like, run the whole time. Sure. You to get that camera, man. Had to go get sure. that camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I dug yeah. deep into that and the Pentagon had these papers called operation Hollywood. And it was about infiltrating the Pentagon gives money to movies. Okay. Uh, and for them to like come in and do editing on scripts and make like certain wow like they did it on hunt for red october they did it on a bunch of films and they stopped the movie top gun 2 from getting made is that re- like really in the 90s listen wow. to this crazy this is crazy this is this this is the conspiracy theory i saw online and well they actually had papers to back it up it's called operation hollywood you can look it up and so top gun they saw a huge recruiting surge after that movie came out, right? Yeah, because everybody's sure. like, "I'm gonna be a fucking pilot." Oh yeah, dude. I'll play volleyball. <laughs> and I'm not gay, dude. <laughs> I'll kiss you. So that all happened, and then this there was they were get they had Ridley Scott had written like Top Gun two. Tom Cruise was gonna be wow. in it. It was all set to go like early '90s, right? Something happened called Operation Tailhook. Do you guys remember this? The tailhook tail scandal. Oh, tailhook scandal was just this is the basics. I'm not going to get it all right, but it was like Top Gun kind of promoted this like sexy machismo. All pilots were just like these pussy fiend, good time riding yeah. Harleys, you know, and like that appealed to young men. Well, then all these pilots got in trouble, like in Vegas, like 80 pilots, Navy pilots, and they were like molesting women, drugging women raping women doing horrible horrible things mm-hmm. right and gave the gave the navy kind of a black eye and they wanted to let it die down okay. and so they went to the studio and like shut down top gun 2 getting made and we're like we need to just kind of like cool our jets no pun intended on that and like we don't want that movie to come out because we kind of got a black eye right now and we feel like it's just gonna like bring all that yeah. back up and our recruiting's really low because of it and like these papers came out about like all the influence that the Pentagon has of using like action movies and war movies and stuff like that to mm. recruit young men. And especially this is the thing that's fucked up. So they made that movie behind enemy lines. That was just kind of a caveat of like the Pentagon's power. They made that movie and then they made like four sequels. Yep. Like straight to DVD. Yeah, they sequel. did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They started using. WWE superstars. Yeah. 
And the reason they did it was because they knew it appealed specifically to a very low economic demographic of young men who would be in like bad situations financially and that they watched wrestling because it is popular in that demographic and that they saw their superstars playing like the Marine with John Cena. And like, so that's why all these guys get cast. The reason they use these shitty WWE actors is because it appeals to socioeconomic lower income males and gets them to enlist and join the army. So it's a way to like, it's a recruiting tool. It takes advantage of poor people. So do they make any sense. money off of these films, though? That's it says, I guess it's the money doesn't mean anything as long as the propaganda reaches the people they want. No, they, right. They okay. get the product. So they, they just take losses as long as they get. They probably do make money, though, because people do probably. go see it. Yeah. I'm sure the money. And it's straight sure the to video. They're not paying all that money yeah, to that distribute it to yeah. theaters and shit. It's They're not paying true. topless yeah. stars. They're paying WWE guys well, who are trying to break into movies. I think Vince that, McMahon's worth a billion dollars. I, no, Vince right. McMahon is I like the WWE. <laughs> I like the outlook, but I I mean, that probably is a part to it, but I think a, a big part. I mean, WWE at that time, I'm pretty sure, didn't they, they made their own production studios that bought those movies, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, but he's saying that the military comes in and influences the no, scripts of these movies. No, I get it. I'm saying, but that... Right, and they give money. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, just to think about that, too, is because... Uh, you know. Like, the WWE didn't... They don't write the Marines. Yeah, right. They don't write yeah. behind... They're just like, hey, you guys got a production studio? Exactly. We have Here's these movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's about Navy SEALs. What if John Cena was, like, a tough Navy SEAL? And they pitch it to... W and then they use that industry... To basically recruit poor people to go fight fucking rich men's wars, mm. which when I was in the service, that was my biggest beef with the army is I'm like, it's all poor kids. Yeah, that's what they do, right? Yeah. It's all fucking poor kids and a couple dreamers that watch Platoon one, or, one too many times. Like, because it would be like or inner city black kids yeah. that were just looking for a way that's, out. They recruit yeah. heavily. In yeah, those, heavily. And yeah. they're in bad situations. They just want out and they promise college because they know you'll never go. Most well, guys get out and they're not like, they don't have the voc they don't have the skills or the high school education to be able to make it in college. Okay. So they can't. So they know they promised this shit to you and that most people will never cash in on it if you live to use it to yeah. begin with. Yeah. And it was all like kids from like Tallahatchie, Tennessee and downtown Baltimore. And like, it was just all like poor socioeconomic. And I'm like, it really is a real thing. When they say like poor kids fight old rich men's wars, that's really what happens. Mm. Yeah. And that all they use all this fucking like propaganda as a recruiting tool. Yeah. It's crazy. So here's my, here's my question with the old war movies and stuff. Like I, now that I'm, I'm like having like flashbacks in my head yeah. and now it's like, okay, that scene makes sense. So I just looked behind enemy lines was Oh one. So where, where do you think like today going up until today? I mean, you know, we, cause what the last, for some reason, the last like war movie that sticks in my head, I, yeah. I guess maybe cause I just played on TV, but is the, um, the Mark Wahlberg, um, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Man, and the right. other one I think There's of is... There's a bunch more. There's I know, I know. Every I'm just, day. I'm just saying that sticks in my head. And I'm trying, Ridge. I'm trying to run through... Mm -hmm. You know what right. I mean? Where are you guys at on that? You guys, is it still... Now that if you're thinking about it like that... Oh, 100%. I think I've, I think That's I've, what I mean. Is it super apparent to you? I mean, that you can think of? Now that you th yes. if you're thinking of it this angle? <laughs> I, I think know. I've thought about it from this angle before. And yeah, I think it's pretty apparent in a lot of movies, at least that they're blatant, blatant propaganda. Um, and I think I've heard about, you know, programs where at least back in World War II and stuff where they yeah. were influencing all types of entertainment and stuff to create. 
Sure. To make that propaganda. Well, so we still have a propaganda. So it's not surprising that it's still going on. After World War II, because of Joseph Goebbels, and the word propaganda kind of became a dirty word. Right. Mm-hmm. Associated with Nazis. And we still have the gov- governmental office of information, is what okay. we call it. It mm-hmm. was called the propaganda department until World War II. <laughs> okay. The department didn't change. They just changed the title. The name sounded yeah. dirty. So, so they just- still like control information. Uh, and I didn't mean to step on what you were saying, man, but like, what's... I, I look at movies now and I'm just like, now I'm, because I'm a huge, I'm always like, what do they fucking want? What do they, yeah. what do they get at? <laughs> yeah. What's the point of this story? You know, and like the retellings of like, I mean, people love heroes and I get that. And it was like that. What's the movie? Uh, what the fucking dude? He got killed. American Sniper. Yeah. 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 That was the other one Chris, I was going to say. Chris Kyle story. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever. I've read the real his, story. I've read to Chris Kyle's life at least about like him being like the real guy, like he. he and I mean, he's a hero. I'm yeah. not taking that away from yeah, him. Yeah, but there's some shit, weird, yeah, there was weird some things weird about him. shit. Like yeah, Jesse Ventura some, sued him. Yes. Yeah, in one. Yeah, in one for yeah, a and, defamation. And everybody suit. shit on Jesse Ventura. Yes, because he's like, you're suing his widow, and he's like, I'm not suing her to get her money i'm donating the money to charity he lied in a book and said that he like that he that he beat him up basically that he bar. beat him up at this thing yeah. and uh-huh. people were like yeah he kind of had a penchant for storytelling and yeah. like didn't mm-hmm. really he you said know. that he helped he killed two guys and helped the police in like a gas station robbery yeah. and he killed two men and then they tried to like the journalists went to try to corroborate the story and it just like was and nothing he just cl- wasn't true yeah, yeah. And it's yeah this, like, there's a bunch of stories that tried to and there was a bunch of those right he said he claimed he sat in new orleans during katrina that he was on top of what's the, the football stadium i'm having brain fart superdome that he sat on top of the superdome picking off looters that didn't happen Ugh. there were helicopters right. all yeah. over the damn place they right. probably find some footage of some shots coming off the but they used his story not that he wasn't a hero. Again, he did have a lot of confirmed kills. Like the most, like, I think. Just when they, to me, I'm like, okay, so like, you kind of smoothed out a lot of rough edges to make it like, yes. Who played him in that? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, who yeah. was like big time hot shit at that point. Right? Oh, yeah. It was like right after A Team came out. Probably yeah. Pinnacle. He was big. Yeah, he's right. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, it's like I that shit fascinates me where i'm Man. just like mm-hmm. just war movies or all movies have a different meaning no mostly like action movies i know that's kind of yeah. how we started this yeah. conversation yeah. like i didn't feel like predator was trying to recruit but it probably was because there was like a lot of cool like i remember being oh, like, oh i want an over under uh grenade launcher well, you you know i believe that's one of my favorites i mean you i want you a definitely, that minigun you yeah know? you want to be like, part of the crew like they're all like you, oh, i want to be it's yeah, easy to yeah. hop onto that uh, yeah and, like, and i have a theory that because those guys are just there's natural badass yeah, yeah. predator 2 is two movies oh like i used to huh. watch predator or predator 1 is two movies i used to watch predator 1 and if you just watch it up until the point that the predator makes its first appearance it's a pretty good movie yeah it's a pretty good like action war movie they're like we're going in here to save these dudes he's a good moon he's from out of brag i know him he's good <laughs> and it's just like they go in and they're like stuck behind it will rescue team not assassins <laughs> you know and it's like that movie that where they're like <laughs> carl weathers and oh yeah oh, handshake. Yeah. what happened to you dylan CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> nice. It's like all these cool. Yep. Some damn fool accused you of being the best. <laughs> and it's like, it kind of was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a real rescue team. So, not wait. Assassins. Your second, but your second half is. 
lower. And I then mean, the second that... half is sci-fi. So like there oh, was, yeah. I feel oh, like okay. that first half yeah. was like real. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Like it almost could stand on its own. You could almost like yeah. stretch that movie out 20 minutes, never in- introduce the Predator, and have a pretty solid like action film oh, for yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. Uh, the Predator just like t- it basically just like jammed those two worlds together. Yep. Of like sci-fi and like big time action war movies of yeah. that era. Uh, and I sometimes I think that you know, I think about parts of that movie and I'm like, there was a lot of like subtle hints military yeah Yeah, like you know they're coming in and they got like somebody from each demographic there's like billy's the indian dude who's got this sense that he can just see stuff in the jungle and you got like max the quiet black guy and then jesse the body ventura wrestler yeah true that's very true very true toting around the minigun you know and it's like i don't know man yep yeah, I would I, say it depends on how the movie le- leaves you feeling. Like, if that movie leaves me feeling pumped up and excited, that's probably propaganda. If that movie leaves me feeling like, fuck, like that war's yeah. a meat grinder, like war's horrible. Right. Then what do you mean? Are you thinking different. like Save a Private Ryan style? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Apocalypse okay. Now. Glory. Uh, not glory. That's, that's, a great, that's a really good point. Because, like, I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. Like, Band of Brothers, another Spielberg thing. Yeah. That's telling a story of something that happened. Mm hmm. As accurately as you can, there's probably there's always gonna be liberties taken. Yeah, but it's horrifying, really. But you don't walk away from that like, you know what? I want to go do that. You'd be like, that would have fucking sucked. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And they're heroes for enduring that. Exactly. And that's different than being like, yeah, I want to kill a predator, yeah. dude. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gay, dude. I'll kiss a predator right now. Uh, yeah, man, that's a that's a good point. So I think there aren't a lot of those movies. Yeah. Or I feel like it's hit or miss. Like, what's the last movie you saw that you were like, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. I heard it's good. Uh, I haven't but, seen it either. Uh, I can't think of the last, like, war movie that I saw that I was like, oh, man, there was, like, a deeper meaning there. Other yeah, than, like, yeah. Maybe Saving Private Ryan. It's like, been a bit. The last one that, that really pops movie? in my mind that where I was like, fuck yeah, was uh, probably Zero Dark Thirty was really sticked out as like, stuck yeah. out as like. A hoorah. Yeah, like movie. a super hoorah. Like, yeah, it was. Like 100% like, we fucking we killed, killed that dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they even had that movie that came out a few years ago, Acts of Valor. Or something. Oh yeah. They oh. used they used like real Navy actual SEALs. soldiers. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, they were actual. They caught out the middleman. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. That's right. And it was like, I totally forgot about that because that was their whole advertising campaign. Was like, right. these dudes are legit. And it's like now. Mm. So now that yeah. being said, I think about video games, man. When I see video games uh. now, I'm like, we're inundating a desensitivity to like death. Interesting. I really believe that, yeah. man. Really? I'm not saying they're not fun to play and they're not cool. Not I'm not shitting on video games. But I mean, think about it. It's like Call of Duty. You get to play, and then it's like everything is like hyper realistic, hyper violent, and it teaches you like you're removed from it. But it's still in first person. But you're like one person removed, and I just like think about like drone warfare. Yeah, and I'm like pretty soon. Is that the next level? We may have like surrogate soldiers. I think I think the first person has like a huge, huge, huge thing. That's a war simulation. Yeah, for sure. Sure. I mean, it is a form of simulation. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So you have kids. Young kids playing war simulation all day for right. years and years. Yeah, that that probably has to do something, right? Sure. If not, it's not keeping them out of the military. Yeah, I can right. tell you that. Yeah, it's definitely not a deterrent of them yeah. being like, yeah, sure is fun. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> it's like I don't know, man. I got I got a lot of theories about that. I don't know where yeah. you guys are on that. 
think it could be awesome. It's a possibility. Keith isn't a video. You're not a video. You don't do any video games at you all. Seem, so. You seem no. you don't seem convinced. No, I, I. You're still thinking about Beyonce, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I wish though. Uh, no, I just I don't know. I feel like that's a whole lot of channels to go through in order for this to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be money flowing from somewhere. You could just follow the money. And if, I don't know, I'm not a journalist, but somebody should definitely pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily. And I also think people have their own intentions and their own, their their self in mind with most things like that. So I I feel like uh, the, the net's casted too wide on that. Well, I mean, if we're if we're gonna go with the belief that the government does you know, try to push more patriotic films and stuff like that, I don't think it's a big leap into video games. Well, at all. neither do I. But yeah, I just I guess I don't know how many production studios there are in Hollywood, but right, you know, I I don't know. Just seems like it'd be difficult. I don't know how the nuts and bolts of it would be done. Sure, and yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, it's always that does life imitate art? Or art imitate yeah. life, like, yeah. Is or, it being provided because we're violent and we need that, and like it's an outlet? Yeah. Or it's a good question. The Department of Defense is this budget is the single largest budget for one entity in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's so true. Like, so they yeah. probably find find the money yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know how to it. follow. Like, how do you follow that money trail? Yeah, I think your question is very uh, well pointed though, because. Clearly, violence sells, right? So, yeah. Well, yeah. so do they need government pressure to sell that, or is it just right. like we said before, money talks? So, and that's why I do whatever it takes to, to make that green. That's why <laughs> I asked earlier if those movies were actually making profits. That's where it gets me because everything's profit driven. Sure, you know what I mean. They're not. It, they could be making movies, but those were some terrible movies. I actually saw the Marine with John Cena. <laughs> yeah. It was John Cena Bad. running around with infinite explosions going off in the yeah, background. Yeah, but they're not might not be going they're going for wrestling fans and people like that. It might yeah, yeah have a that is true. ability to you know, spend this belief. I, I think the wrestling win-win. world's a lot larger than I realized. It's huge. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't really realize that because like, you know, I dabbled as a kid. I had the Stone Cold shirt, you know. I, I dabbled. <laughs> but I didn't really go all I went through a wrestling. phase in college. You know, we all do. <laughs> I had a rock poster up. Nice. Oh, who didn't? Next, I'm not gay, dude. Next dude. <laughs> you like dudes and speedos? It's cool, man. Nothing wrong with that. We actually next have in the United States right there. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> maybe <laughs> he said he wants to run. So anything's yeah. possible uh, now. See, boys. that's what scared possible. me about that. Yeah, yeah. idiocracy we'll is becoming true. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we thought it, it was supposed to be satire and it turned into it's a turned, documentary. Yeah, it turned into real, real quick. Yeah. That's a good movie. It is good. So, okay. Rafe, you got you got any more time, man? How, how much? Yeah. Uh, hang out? Yeah. Okay. Listen, guys, I got to, I don't know how much we'll get into the weekly weirdness stories wise, but I, there's something I got to, I was, I was texted right before we started recording. I, I, I feel like I got to bring this up. It hit All me right. with the tube. Do stuff. it. Now, here at the ABC pod, man, we don't really go at people. You know, we don't try to no. shoot anybody down or, like, say, like, hey, you know, this might be the fir- first call out, man. Except oh, you no. really hated Carl last week. I don't know. I've hated some people. Well, I, went at, I went at Canadians, Australians. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't Tim, remember, I don't remember why. Person, I was man. just grumpy that week. 
I don't know if you guys heard this, but a little bit ago, um, this survey or whatever you want to call it came out about best pizzas in the country or something. It said emos. And emos. How's was, that possible? Was number one. Well, that just means that we're ridiculously loyal to one pizza chain in this city. Well, really, other only, cities like, probably have that spread out. Metropolitan area that doesn't have the three major brands as their number one pizza. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because Emos is our number one. And yeah. other places probably have like their own local chains, but it has like two or three that are super popular. And here, like Emos. Emos well, is number one. If you heard on for dough a little bit, you go for Cecil's. Yeah. But now say that again. Get me back in the loop here. <laughs> well, I was just saying. Where, that what is the source? The, well. I think it's called the tasting table. I think is what the tasting table.com is what came out with a, a nation, a nation, a nationwide, excuse me, nationwide survey of the best pizzas. And okay. emos ended up being number one in the country. Okay. In the whole country. In the country, I believe. Now, I'm not sure exactly how far this. What's number two? Spent, but sanity. Um, I don't know. But the whole point of this, though, is that um, I was, I was texted. An article from, you guys ever look at uh, post-grad problems? They have like a bunch of social media pages. They have their own website. They're I never a, graduated. Yeah. doesn't apply to me. Well, <laughs> it's basically, this guy though, I mean, it's basically just a huge a huge slam on emos. I mean, it. it, it, it I found out, I did a little background search on this guy. People uh, hate it. It's polarizing. It's yeah. Like, it's like so, the, it's kind of like the uh, mustard ketchup question. And then, so that's what I kind of wanted to bring it up. Provel cheese pisses people yeah, off. People that, it. This guy's very mad about Provel cheese. Um, it's so good. What it is. is it's the best. But I give a fuck, dude. When, I, when we were in Springfield, I'd always read like the you Yelp ever grow into it? You ever grow into a taste? Oh, beer. Yeah, probably a lot of things. Yeah, beer. But that's For like, sure. You also, that's an effect. It's probably a lot of you things. Like yeah. You like <laughs> that that's it. Like that a, is true. I like the effect of this thing. So I, I Seafood, like different taste. types of seafood. Like I used to hate like. Blue cheese crumbles. Yeah, I like those. I hated them. Oysters on the half Love shell. Like oysters on the half cheese. shell, I thought were the grossest thing in the world growing yeah, up. Cooked. Yeah. Now they're amazing. Now I love Man, them. this guy's weird. So <laughs> get your body wash out. I'm good. This dude, this is what this dude says right here. The first thing I see from the Provel. The way they describe Provel cheese is hilarious, like it's some kind of hidden tre- hidden treasure artisan cheese that the Midwest has been hiding from the world for decades. That's exactly said, what it Provel is. cheese is basically provolone fla- flavored Velveeta. It's plastic cheese. That's also exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's plastic cheese that turns as hard as a rock if not consumed within 20 minutes. Um, we got to put that th- in the fridge, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's all cheese. Yeah, I think so too. So, so what's this beef? Basically, I mean, I'm not going to go in and read the whole article, but I mean, it, it was a pretty hard slam. And uh, I just wanted to know like where you guys were at, especially Rafe. Like you're not like a born St. Louis guy, right? You said right. you're from, from Illinois. Side? Southern Illinois, yeah. Okay. So where are you at on, I mean, where, where are you at I'll on? I'll smash an email's deluxe, dude. I, I mean, it costs $300, but. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But like as far as it being like best in the city, you know, like what do you, where are you at? You know, man, here's my take on it. I travel a lot as a comedian and people Okay. This is stuff that people from cities will fucking argue and argue and argue about. No, look at me. I'm getting upset just because someone's dishing my pizza. Man. I know. And look at, at the me, end man. of the day, man, it's just fucking pizza. <laughs> I've had New York. Guess what? It's a, it's pizza. I wasn't like, holy fucking shit. Who's been hiding this from me? I'm staying. It's I'm not just, maybe yeah. I don't have a, uh, the palate. I don't know. Now, I do love emos. And to their credit, I think the Provel cheese does give it like a different taste, and like people are like, oh, you just put fucking Velveeta on a Triscuit. <laughs> you gotta go to fucking Chicago and get on my. That's what they okay, say cool. in Chicago. Well, yeah. 
Chicago's like pizza soup, you know? It's like It's like cool. a pasta dish more than a, than a pizza. Yeah, it's almost like eating lasagna. Yeah. You just made it round, and that's fine. Yeah. It's good. It's not really pizza, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it is pizza. In New York, it's like, it's you got to get a big, and you fold it, and it's like, it's got to be pizza you can eat on the go. Yeah. Like, in New York, yeah. it's just like, they ain't got time it's to just stop, pizza, so. man. I, there's nowhere I've been. You know, I they mean, have all these artisan pizza places now, too. It's like, you have a goat uh-huh. cheese and arugula with red onions we shipped in from Canada. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, guess what? Tastes like pizza. I'm not, I'm not about that stuff. <laughs> Tastes like fucking pizza. Yeah, I, mean, I agree so. with you. You've had no religious experiences. Emos holds pizza. a certain place in my heart. Sure. But I'm still going to eat pizza. Like, I'm a middle I mean? piece guy. Yeah. Where you guys fall on that? Oh, I'm no. crust, crust all, day. all day. Crust guys. Yeah. Mm, I'm the weirdo. Well, that might be cru- because I, I eat so much emos, though, because you don't really get a crush, yeah. you know? So maybe it's well, like... It's yeah, that's the only thing. You, you don't, don't really get the option with I, a... I kind of love the little... Anything be, besides the square. The little tiny corner piece that's oh. really crunchy. Yeah. That piece is pretty fucking good. Yeah. But my, like brother's, a a, my brother's a big middle piece guy. Yeah. Because, like, he, he claims that's where all the toppings they, are. They yeah. do wind up there, man. It's, like, heavy. Yeah, it's, uh, it is. It's got weight to it. Okay, so here I just got... I I was doing some research... You guys were talking, and apparently this survey I was wrong. It is not nationwide. It was just oh. they just did the best place in each state, oh, which oh, makes this guy. Okay. He was just super angry. So it was us versus Kansas, some Kansas City place. That's yeah. the yeah. thing that blew my mind. Okay. I'm like, this was nationwide. Yeah, yeah. that's no. why it didn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. I thought the only way is that all St. Louis was unified and voted on this one place. Let's and, go run, You know, uh, New York's gonna vote on fifty different places. Have you guys yeah. had that Racanelli's? Yeah, Reconnell is pretty good. What's the pizza they have that's like, it, you got to wait an hour? Me and Rain's oh, one time, we had to wait an hour for it to cook. And oh, I was my like, God. Oh, I have better. no idea. It was pretty, yeah. it was just like a huge square deep dish. That might be oh. everything over there. I don't know. I think it's called The Mother or something. And mm. like, pretty good. Pretty good. We went guess over. what? Tastes so, like pizza. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. I was going to say, yeah. say, the only other thing that I can think of is like, whoa, cool that we had a pizza was like right around the corner here. There's this epic pizza yeah. right down the street. Yeah, it's good. And they do it big ones, but they have a, a toasted ravioli pizza that's a so gimmick that was yeah that i mean that was like a cool thing but was it, does it have toasted ravioli like instead of pepperoni yeah, or is yeah. It like it's like stuffed they, in some way it's, yeah it's like a topping right? yeah it's like a topping oh, but so it's we gotta go there yeah that's what you're saying. <laughs> it's good it's a gimmick but do they do, i mean do they do the buy the slice down there they do i think yeah my girlfriend works at felix's great place <laughs> shout out felix shout out hey shout out uh, they sell it by the slice tastes like pizza yeah. um <laughs> really good pizza just pizza. Yeah, still pizza. it's good. I'll eat it all. <laughs> the only pizza in my life that cannot be duplicated, yeah, is grade school cafeteria. Pizza. Oh, that's so oh, horrible. No. You mean like the the real long the what are they call brick? What it was call just it? the uh, one I had was just a square and it fit. Oh yeah, yeah. Your little your little oh, rectangular. I think they call it cafeteria pizza. Isn't that what they call it? Man, well, I'm gonna call it. It has a specific. I like it, man. Really? I oh, you don't I think agree. it just tastes like sure. a frozen pizza? Or maybe, it, I was maybe it. but you know what? Maybe it's just because Reminent all the, the they the, say that smell and taste are like the strongest. Bring senses. back memories, yeah. And like that, how you've never been more excited for pizza than you were on Friday. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, oh, that's you could never. True. You could be like, I got twenty pizzas coming, dude, from twenty different. I got Papa John's. I got Emo. <laughs> I got every you name it. I got it coming, dude. I flew in some fucking pizzas from New Orleans. It's got gold shrimp on it. <laughs> and if you'd be like, that's awesome, but like you'll never be as pumped as you were when you went to school and you knew Friday was pizza Good day, point. and you're like one, you're in first grade, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna crush this pizza <laughs> I, will they let us have seconds that's all you're thinking about oh, all day. Yeah. It's like will there be seconds 
And it's like, what'd you pay? 40 cents, you yeah. know? Dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was cheap. Yeah. Was cheap uh, and I'm like, it's just, there's something, it's probably a lie that I'm telling myself in my memory banks. But it's like, there was something about that pizza. I'd fold it and then I'd, like, <laughs> and then I'd eat it. Fold it. And I was just like, maybe that was just like happiness. You know what? Uh, Kenrick's Meat Mart? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. I. I'm aware. Yeah, That's a conspiracy theory we need to get yeah. into. Who supplies the fucking cafeteria pizza? Follow the money on that. Let's yeah, find I would that love out. to. Uh, <laughs> I, but they have the closest thing I've ever had to the cafeteria style CIA. pizza. Yeah, just go in there. They yeah, it just comes in a little brick. Closest thing it's I've a had brick? since. Yeah, like dude, like you mean thick? You just like, like take. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, five a of them. Like it comes in a little, yeah. a little white yeah. paper thing. Yep. I feel like you can get those at like certain. Concession stands. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, definitely. Probably, like, yeah. I don't know if I'm guessing this you can is this, find the shit. My now. theory is it has to be prepared with, by a cafeteria. Lady. Yeah, with the anger and regret <laughs> of a cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. lady. It's, all, it's all built in I there. I think it yeah. goes in there, dude. I think like her anger regret. and her regret and her like <laughs> her like life choices all like goes into that cafeteria. Oh pizza. god. And it comes out, and it tastes of delicious sorrow. There, yeah, there's a taste of sorrow. It's like, <laughs> man, shout out to all the cafeteria ladies the out there just making pizza. pizza on Friday still. Yeah, man. Like, is that, I hope that's still a thing. That kids oh, are yeah. getting pizza on Fridays. Well, I work for a school district. I can confirm. Oh, is it's it? uh, Wednesday, but they order Papa John's. Oh, yeah. my. fuck yeah. Papa that's John's. That's how my dude. that's how my school started doing it at the end. I think. I think yeah. every Friday wow. they because like, they had like the whole grain crust and like oh bullshit. Wow, yeah, the healthy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's bullshit. I don't like that. Really. I have a joke that I'm always like, uh, ordered a Papa John's pizza. It said on the box, it's the official pizza of the NFL. So I immediately hit my girlfriend with it. Any shot at the NFL you can take, I'm that's in. That's a polarizing I was going to say, oh, Keith will take any shot yeah. at the NFL he can get. Keith's, uh, yeah. Oh, I hate he's, the NFL. He's on After straight. the Rams left. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. a... A shirt with a football helmet on. It's ironic. It's just, <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a football hipster. He's yeah. wearing an ironic <laughs> football shirt. I hated football before. It was cool to hate football in St. Ooh. Louis. If anyone listens to this podcast and you can tell me the secret of cafeteria pizza, I want you to hit me up at rapedean at gmail.com. That's rapedean at gmail. Uh, subject line, hashtag cafeteria pizza. Let me know because I really want to know. If you're a lunch lady that knows that you have to cry a certain amount of tears into a pizza. <laughs> we do we do have a big make it sound among <laughs> lunch ladies. <laughs> we also had chicken toast cups. Did you guys ever have to? Am I the only one? What? No, what? You're talking, yeah. That was talking some bullshit, gibberish. lunch ladies. <laughs> you, say, you were on some bullshit with some chicken toast cups. Did you say chicken, chicken toast? toast? That's cups. what they called it, dude. And it was just like they what? took a piece of bread, and I don't know if they put it on a fucking... It just looked like, I can't even describe it. It looked like a shuttlecock from a badminton game. <laughs> and it was just like a piece of bread that got put in some kind of mold. So it would be like. Like a cone? It was almost like it, yeah, it sunk down in. So it had like four pointy corners and it would sit like that. And they must have put it through a toaster oven. And then they just like dump like a, like a watery chicken gravy over <laughs> oh, it. That's like jail yeah. Maybe that's the key. <laughs> that's why cafeteria pizza was so good. It was the juxtaposition of. The other four days of the week. Yeah. Now I think oh, they're truly, oh, eating truly yeah, awesome. think you're all garbage. Yeah. It was just everything Dude. was so terrible that that pizza. It's, an, it's like being institutionalized. I think you figured yeah. it out, man. Dude, I think you're I on to something. I'm on something. to you, lunch ladies. You're on to something serious right now. The craziest oh, shit, what it is, shit we had was called a a pretzel pizza, and they would just take a soft pretzel, put pizza sauce on it. Yeah. And 
a little sprinkle a little mm. bit of cheese on it and then give us nacho cheese to dip it in. That doesn't sound half bad. I no, feel dude. like yeah, it, like yeah. I feel like my Call me crazy. my lunch ladies were getting stoned and like, dude, yeah, that's some stoner food. That's some stoner food. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they just I've came up with it. I've made some shit like that. In my yeah. <laughs> when I went to school in Carbondale, there was a guy named Winston who had a Winston bagel cart, and this guy was just raking fucking. He retired. Off huh. this bagel cart, and he just sit outside the bars at three in the morning. Yeah. Like, you want a pizza bagel? And it was just like he'd take a bagel and he'd toast it, and he had a little propane thing, and he'd smear like cream cheese, put a couple pepperonis and some like Italian seasoning on it, and then he made like a candy apple. Mm. People and drunk people just for oh, over five dollars at a time for these bagels. It probably those them, those like, places. Cents. Yep, gold mines. There was a place in Springfield downtown. Hot dogs, shitty hot, hot dog stand. I yeah. would drop right. like twelve. You guys got a good. Was this over in Springfield? Hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. You guys got a good like little mini burger place there. Oh, uh, uh, this is Springfield, good, Missouri. Yeah, yeah it's a good comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Springfield, Missouri. It's no, the I know. Blue Room. And uh, the, it's called the Wimpies. Little... They call them Wimpy Burgers. Okay. Wimpy but that's burgers. not. It's not a. But you just go in. There's no room. You just order over however many you want. You oh, leave. that's like the. Uh, okay, I was thinking of Whistlers. Or Whistlers. That might be. That, that might be it. Whistlers. Is it down? Is it in the downtown? Yeah, it's in that little district where like there's a lot of bars. And yeah, stuff that's like probably that. that. That's what, that's right by where the hot dogs. Yeah, are. you that can't. Place even, was the bomb, dude. Yeah, though no, I used to I used awesome. to live right around the corner from that place. I, I'd hit up those burgers yeah. once a week. College towns always have like little hidden gems. Yeah, they do. There was at least one or two. There yeah, was like yeah. a group. There was a like a roach motel called Sam's Cafe in Carbondale that like no one should have eaten at it, but they had the best <laughs> Greek food. It yeah. was just like. I know that like vermin crawled all over the food at night and it didn't matter. It was so good. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. What is it about Greek restaurants? I feel like every single one I walk into, it's like not the cleanest. You just kind of get that feeling. Yeah. Somebody got hip yeah. to one. There's one out down by SLU right now. Uh, I think it's called Euro Euro. Euro, Euro Gyro. Yeah. Euro Euro. Euro. Yeah. 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 I drive by that every day. Really? And they, yeah. like they phonetically say it. It's like Y I R O G Y R O. Yeah. Oh, like so they Euro, Euro, yeah, Euro, Euro. They sound it out for you. I get it. But it's almost like they got hip to the Chipotle. So you go in and you build your own Euro. Oh. And dude, it is tight. I'm is not going to lie to you. I would do I'll that. I'll try that, man. I, I was I, mad about it because I'm like, oh, you, I get it. It's a Chipotle for Euros. But I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah it is a Chipotle yeah. for Euros. <laughs> the Chipotle is fucking awesome. <laughs> what a great yeah. idea. They yeah. like cut the lamb off and like, tell me what ingredients you would like. And then they did much cucumber. And then they made me like this in the this sandwich that looked like a pie and the bread was so oh. soft dude i don't know how you guys where you stand on bread i'm a soft bread guy oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah i go all different ways hawaiian Depends. bread you ever make a sandwich with hawaiian bread Change like your the life little, dude whoa the little hawaiian rolls sometimes i'll just cut like the top hawaiian? off like the big and then i'll put hard oh. salami and nice. like some some good like boar's head thin sliced yeah. like white american cheese and maybe some uh mm. put that on there put a little Go condiment of choice. I don't know where you're at. Mustard with salami for sure. Yeah, like some hot That's mustard, and then just yep. like mm-hmm. slice it like a pie and eat like triangular. It's the best, dude. Oh, I like, I like you're welcome, St. Louis. I was gonna say, yeah. man, I, I'm taking all. I'm getting all tips, man. You're welcome, St. Louis. <laughs> Got the secrets. Not just the funniest. I'm cultured as fuck, dude. <laughs> I use Hawaiian bread on my sandwiches. Straight from the islands. Well, yeah. I mean, I, if, what, what's gonna be bad on Hawaiian bread? I don't mean, I, nothing. This is bomb. Nothing. Well, listen, do you guys got anything else to really, uh, that you want to cover? Unless main we thing before we get in there? Do news stuff. Well, that's what I'm asking. It's, uh, I mean, it depends how late you guys want to stay. I don't care, but it's just, uh, no, it, I don't it's care. what you got. I don't, I don't, have, any, I don't have anything news, that good. Yeah. Except for a Back to the Future fan who got pulled over in a, uh, <laughs> in a DeLorean going 88 miles per hour. 
That's a joke. It's not a joke. Refuse and the ticket. cop gave him the ticket, man. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, the cop was like laughing. I'd the want cop, the ticket. The cop got the joke. I would want that as ticket proof. to like, yeah, yeah. as proof. Yeah. I was going to say, is that, that's got to be the only cop. reason that he actually wrote it, though. It was just like. It, well, apparently the cop came up to the car and he's like, oh. how fast was I going, officer? I got to and drive one laughing. last year, dude. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> you yeah. drove one? Yeah. Yeah, I did. There's a guy in Edwardsville, which I work over there, and he has one. And he bring, like in the spring, he always brings it out. And I saw him at a car wash. I was like taking my Jeep through a car wash, and he was like cleaning it out. And I'm like, dude, that's so cool. Uh, and he's like, you want to take it for a spin? And I'm like, <laughs> he just offered it to you. Yeah, Doc Brown, I do want to take it. For <laughs> yeah, a spin. come on. Of course. How cool uh, is this guy that he just offered you to right. to drive it? I feel yeah. like he gets this question all. He probably does. Yeah. He just like lets everybody drive his car. Yeah, yeah. I've just, never seen. He like just threw me the keys, and he's like, "Just take it out." And I like <laughs> took it for a spin, and like drove a DeLorean, and like th- there was a nine year old in me that was like, "Fuck yeah, Hell yeah man!" <laughs> got uh, it in eighty eight. Yeah, I did. I didn't. I like. Yeah, I, I know it's not clearly. I didn't do that. Okay, How bad would that guy be? If pretty I'm pissed. Like, oh, you just dude, pulled I blew off your engine up. Turns out. I didn't time travel at all. <laughs> but come on, if you get one, they're making you get one, one of your own. Did like, you know you're that? Going there, you're doing that. No, they're making another DeLorean. The DeLorean company, like, it was like their 25th. I don't know. It, the year might be wrong, but they're coming out with An- another one, huh? Like a 2018 oh, DeLorean. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Wasn't that weird about the the Cubs World Series thing? It was weird. It was a little strange. Yeah. Wait, what I miss? What I just missed right now? There too. They like pre- the sports almanac. Oh, in, yeah. oh, in the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. team they beat didn't exist, right? It was like the Florida something, the Miami. I thought it was, I don't know. I think it just said Chicago, Miami. Yeah. I don't think it said the Cubs. I don't man. know. That is no, weird. That was the only news story you had? I had another one about snakes. On a plane? Nah, snakes are now, uh, so at the University of Tennessee, they discovered that these uh, Cuban boas, Hunting in coordinated packs. Oh god, that's which they never, never knew snakes could do before. I hate snakes, so this really, I don't like this. No thing worse than a snake like is a pack of snakes. A pack of snakes coordinating like, <laughs> yeah, like a bunch man. of raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's not cool. I'm not all right with it. I'm not gonna sleep great tonight. Yeah, tell you that. that's no. guys. That's like three weeks in a row. Somebody's talked about snakes. What's you guys okay? Dude, animals no. don't. Not speaking of snakes, <laughs> oh, I got a kung fu master that's towing a helicopter with his dick. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are out. you gonna leave what? this one out? Come on. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about Beyonce. If you had a not- kung fu master towing a, a cruise ship with his dick. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> It was a helicopter. And how is he towing a helicopter? Yeah, how why would you hide the lead? Dude, there's a video right here. Towed to 26 feet. I want to see this video. What do you mean? The helicopters don't have wheels on them. Well, this one apparently did. Was he just like he wasn't driving wheels, it. dude? I don't think he was just driving. What do you think it? they land on? I thought they had like the flat surface, aren't they? That's like a yeah. So oh, I guess have wheels. yeah. Well, this one he has wheels. Oh. Be more impressive if he just like drug one with the skids. Oh, yeah. all the way down the right. I was thinking like it's, they, it's just for yeah, some reason there's no, feet no. of asphalt coming out. Well, I thought slowly. you were gonna tell me like it tried to take off and he like prevented it. That's from what I was thinking. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, that no. guy has got. This is like I feel confident that he could, strongest though. man shit. That's what I was thinking that he was like preventing That's it a good from video. flying away. That is, yeah, this is a killer video. Woo. Look at that. Oh, the would anticipation. Would you just look at that? What can it be? Well, like a couple years ago, he also towed an Audi. Or seven of them. Here we go. Seven? How do you discover this talent, man? <laughs> what? What is, where, 
Where is it hooked? Is that his actual oh dick that's out right God. there? <laughs> what is... He's got like a little napkin to tie the head. Is that what I have no oh idea, dude. Oh, my God. What's it hooked to, man? Oh, that's that's Dear not cool, man. God. No, not at all. This guy's a kung Or it's really cool. Did you say he was a kung fu master? <laughs> oh, kung fu master. So he's yeah. just all mental right now. He's just, I, I guess. Just, yeah. Isn't that it just what goes to show you no matter what level of enlightenment you reach, men are obsessed <laughs> We're with We're all still <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. This guy's like on top of a mountain and negative degrees, and he's like reached the astral plane he to talk to the gods. In and he's eight like, years. Yeah, he hasn't spoken in eight years, and he finally like opens his eyes, and he's like, I am going to tie a helicopter to my dick. I'm pretty sure I can pull it like 100 feet. My dick's real strong. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, he's like, I, I, I can do that. I, I got the strongest dick. I can do it. Man, that's weird. <laughs> like, I yeah. feel like... thing is just, it is disheartening. Yeah. I'm trying to double back. What, but like, what was we that? don't give animals enough credit, dude. Like, if you don't think we're descended from animals, like, the, the monkeys in, like, at these ruins in India have, like, figured out that they can steal people's shit and then give it and sell it back for food. So like they'll That's steal, amazing. they'll come up and steal like your camera or your book yeah. bag and shit. But then they'll like, if they'll come back and offer it to you, but like food. Yeah. They figured huh. it out. They figured like, out ransom. They figured out yeah. that like, wow, you can exchange wild. goods. They figured out capitalism and ransom. Yeah. To yeah. them, that's currency. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Joe Rogan has a bit, in one of his old standouts where he talks about like these monkeys in the zoo that they gave him a task to do so they had work if they did completed this task like food pellets would come out oh yeah and the yeah. male monkeys figured out they could work longer and hoard these food pellets and then trade it for sex yeah yep mm-hmm. i've heard, I've heard females and mm-hmm. the females would do it yep definitely like if that's not proof that we descended from <laughs> apes like what is and yeah it's like these guys are working double time just right. to get a little extra <laughs> Save up a little extra food pellets so they can take the lady out and get what. And I'm just like, that's pretty insane, yeah. man. Pretty yeah. spot on. Yeah. We yeah. are apes. That's all I got. All right. All right. Well, I got one last thing and then we'll head out of here. Hel- okay. Helicopter dick. <laughs> I don't know if I can beat the helicopter. No. That guy, that guy, somebody said, you know about helicopter dick? And he's like, no, you don't know about helicopter dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Dude. Uh, my buddy Ching Lao, he knows about helicopter dick. <laughs> Dude. There's a, uh, I'm not like, you guys ever, have you guys ever had uh, surgeries, like se- somewhat serious surgeries, Ray, if you ever been no, under the knife or anything? knock on wood, man. Yeah. I've never had yeah. any major, Neither nothing actually. Uh, yeah. Nothing I else. had my uh, jaw broken. Really? And fixed, yeah. Oh, damn. Griff? Nothing super serious. No. No. Me but, neither. So man, how like, did you get your jaw broken? Uh, I was 22. I'm no. 25 now. So. Now when? Three. How? Oh, how? Uh, I, yeah. Got my ass beat by this guy. <laughs> so, that's what happened, yeah. What what spurred the the fight? Oh, man. The whole thing. Was he I'm towing a helicopter with his penis? And yeah. Had fun uh, no. <laughs> I'd rather not incriminate myself. Okay. Yeah. Well, here. Keep, it was a bad night you... after a bar. Let's put it that way. So I was like, why would you be incriminated if he broke your jaw? I, yeah, all right, fine. You're yeah. the <laughs> I just want to hear the story. That's all. I want to hear like my I broke my nose when my like stood up to my bully in like first or second grade, who was like he had flunked a couple years, so he was supposed to be in like fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. I had to stand on a prairie farm's milk crate to punch him in the nose, I remember. And like in Disney movies, you know, it's like the bully learns a lesson and 
the class like hoists you on its shoulders and carries you. And like <laughs> that kind of happened. Like everyone's like, yeah, we hate him. His name's Clayton Wyatt. I'll fight you right now, motherfucker. By the way, <laughs> you're listening to this. Get at me, dog. You're the only person on earth. If I see you out, man, it's fucking on. He's not, uh, he's not playing around with this. I heard this out. on a podcast. I was listening to a podcast earlier. It's he's fucking on. Doesn't oh, like this guy. And he, and he, <laughs> instead, in real life, he hid behind the bus door, and I was like coming off the bus with my little eighteen backpack, and like you know, when kids like shimmy it off. I had my arms pinned behind me, like with my own backpack. Oh no! Oh, oh no! And he hit me in the face with oh. a speaking spell. You guys remember those? No, they were like a big plastic calculator, and you could like spell a word, and you'd be like, "Spell oil," and be like, "O I L." Like you are correct, and it was like in the movie E.T. and he fucking blasted me, and I just blacked out, and I remember hearing like, "You are correct." He must have spelled assault on that motherfucker because it hurt. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. Go ahead, man. Clayton Wyatt. I'll fuck you up, dude. Yeah, shout out if you're out Watch there. Watch out, man. man. Yeah, hit us up, man. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, I've never really been under the knife, but, like, one of the scariest things to me, other than the ocean, would probably be... Ocean is uh, Whatever that thing is, that they, whatever the actual name of it is, waking up during surgery oh, and oh, not being able to... Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. That's, like, my biggest fear. This didn't actually happen I to this guy. I have sleep paralysis, man, and if it's anything like that it's uh well i've gotten sleep paralysis i'll say griff's a, griff's a, griff knows about that yeah that's just the worst screwed up. it's the worst feeling in the world it's horrifying like that's what it's like to be in a coma pull the fucking fuck plug that, on me yeah. dude. fuck that just that sense sorry of man the, go ahead yeah, no no sorry. you guys are good man that sense of something yeah. else when that happens right like i get why people believe in ghosts and stuff having experienced sleep paralysis yeah well they because you wake up like you're there and what is sense paralysis oh man it's so hard to explain so it's like your brain Go ahead, man, if you got a handle on it. I don't know if I do. Uh, you kind of, you wake up, and you don't really wake up, though. Like, you, I'm there, laying on my couch. I know I'm there. I have a sense that there's something else there. Um, the way yeah. I would do it is, like, I'd feel this otherness, like, crushing down on me, and then I'd, like, wake up again and be in the exact same spot. Right. And, like, so, mm. it feels like there's, like, I feel another. Like pr- every culture has a name for it, and it's, like, a demon that sits on your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what it really is, scientifically, is when you're asleep, your brain releases a chemical so you don't act out your dreams. Otherwise, you'd wake up exhausted. Oh, you'd be, okay. so, it's, yeah. so when you're chasing people in your dreams, your body's not like you're not up running around your house and falling off a cliff. It's to protect you. Yeah. And if some people have like a little glitch where like you wake up, so the part of you that understands consciousness is fully conscious. Oh, but the fuck. part of your brain that controls your motor skills, being able to like talk or move your fingers or wiggle even your toe is still fundamentally asleep and that chemical is being released. So, and when you wake up, you think someone's in the room with you. You have this feeling mm. of like a, someone's otherness. In the room. Yeah. The otherness. And then it's like you panic because you like can't move. Too. And when you panic because yeah. you can't move, your heart starts to beat really fast. But your limbic system is still asleep, so it's your breathing's really shallow, and you start to feel like you're oh. suffocating. So it feels like somebody's pushing on your chest, and you can't wake up, dude. But like I can wake up, I could see my girlfriend across from me and just be like, "Oh, like you feel no. like the Tin Man." You're like, <gasps> and then you really wake up and like, so I remember it oh, happening man. to me in a loop this night. Like I kept. Kept happening. happening. I'll get out of bed sometimes because I'm like, I don't want it to happen again. Right. It's because it's truly horrifying. Man. It sucks, like, dude. Yeah. Are you get into a loop of this? I did. Like, I'd fall back asleep oh. and then this would happen again. Yeah. And then you keep waking up the same. Like, you think it was just a dream a little bit, but like, you wake up 
in the exact same place. You know, your dream was dead on. And you wake sake. up like gasping. Like you're there. <gasps> yeah. You're like oh, gasping. Man. It's It sucks, yeah. dude. I've gotten to a point now that I recognize it. Because if you fight it, it doesn't you, help. eventually you'll be able to move. But it's like you're coming out of fucking anesthesia. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're like wiggling a toe and then eventually you can move. But you're just all grog. I, now I have like a pep talk. And I'm like, all right, dude. You know what this is. The easiest thing you can do is just go back to sleep. They say that's where alien abduction. That's what I was about from. to say. I think that's my yeah. that's my theory on that. ghosts and alien abductions. Yes. I have heard both that. because both people. That. You think there's someone? That's why you have so many alien abductions. There's like people while they're sleeping in yeah. your bed because huh. it's like you think there's someone in the room and then you can't move, so you fall back asleep and then that paranoia like drives. And also, you somebody sitting out in a chair out somewhere, like how easy would it be for them to nod off and not realize they nod off, not at yeah. all, and then they think that happens and they think it's you know it's crazy. So, so if it's like that. Fuck well, that. So it, it should be yeah, yeah. fuck so Clayton Wyatt. The whole reason, <laughs> the whole reason I brought that up um, with the surgery thing was was that's what caught my attention to this because weird surgeries like really creep me out for some reason just all yeah. around. This dude, especially that, this dude in Brazil got it was working in a uh, like a plastic factory of some kind. Got his hand torn off Ugh. by the machine. Mm. Oh god! And everybody wanted to amputate it, right? I'm just like, just cut it off. But this one guy was I like. Saw- uh, let's not just cut it off. Like, you know, I feel like trying something. Want to get a little, get a little crazy with him. And so what he did is um, cut open the side of the guy's abdomen, stuck his hand in there, and sewed it shut, so that basically his own body cells would regenerate and close the wound of his hand. And then later, what he'll have to have four more surgeries in order. So then what they did is then then later they opened the wound back up, popped his hand out, and then took skin out of his thigh and like closed it up. You know what I mean? What? Did this work? Yeah, I think so. It's still I mean he's Get still the alive. Fuck out of here. Well, still, being alive and it working like, is two different things. Yeah. I Dude, mean his hand well, heal? Yeah, he's just he's like got a permanent hoodie. He's got a <laughs> it's like his body oh is a hoodie. I mean, the plan is to take it out. Can he like wiggle his fingers? Well no, they now they the next surgery is they're trying to now they're just gonna be taking chunks of but skin from random places and try and make But they don't have uh, to amputate. Okay. No. Like he's gonna have a hand. Well he'll have like a, 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 a that some kind of like nub action, I guess. Hey. Well that sounds a lot like an amputation. Though. I know, I don't know why yeah. that's when I that's why I was talking about how what a crazy ah, surgery that is. That's gross. Why I mean they literally just stuck it in his stomach. Yeah, it and says then, right here. It was really weird sensation because I could feel my fingers wiggling inside. The <laughs> oh, so his fingers were wiggling. Well, he had like pieces. I mean, it got yeah. It, it got his hand got mauled from this thing, so it was just like random sh- okay. shreds. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I guess enough to enable them enough to move it. And can you imagine feeling your own inside of your own abdomen, just like oh, hanging out like me and you? Wild. Me and you were talking. Yeah, you shouldn't probably just be moving your fingers around all. all. <laughs> Wiggle, I would just be worried about like grab a hold of some man. Well, that's the whole reason they did this was so that I guess yeah, own. it's you just not walking around with an open. Wound. But you, listen, you would think some that like, that's a crazy idea. You would think at some point that would have been like, tried before. Yeah. Good medical. Care. I guess not. I mean that that's the, my whole point to this is like somebody probably not st- doctors offers this and this guy says okay I don't know <laughs> yeah uh, what do you do I'm like no no you can just chop it off it's it's whatever I guess it's nah, it's, it's gonna save off. my hand no yeah. you can you can give me the hoodie look for Set a little on bit there would you like... yeah I mean for a little bit yeah I'd go for it if, if it's gonna to... save my hand yeah it says he hopes well, I guess uh, if you look at it that way they're like you got two choices yeah 
Hands gone, I'm or you chop your hand off. Put it inside your belly. Fill I'm going to jam it inside you for 42 days and hope that it grows back. I'm doing that all, all day. I'll so, take that option. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a weird 42 days. 42 days. Um, and after they took it out, the doctors grafted skin from his left thigh and making it look like a fle- fleshy boxing glove. That's what it says. So, Yummy. And now he's going to have, mm. he'll have future surgeries to separate. Uh, basically, separate his hand into two he's sections, got a flipper, so he can. Have, oh, so he, can, he can grab. He'll be able to throw. He'll be able to do like the no, Star Trek thing. No bit, thumb, though, bit. huh? Yeah, I don't know about that's that. That's kind yeah, of yeah. bummer. The opposable thumb or whatever is pretty. Yeah, pretty useful. that'd be key. I don't know. Shout out to that dude in Brazil, man, because that that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to Flipper, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Glad like, you got your hand, then. You know they call him Pockets. And it's, <laughs> oh, you know, here comes too. Pockets, man. He goes, He's hey, man, get your hand out of your pocket. Like, <laughs> you know they fuck with that. Oh. He's got to have some some nicknames for sure, man. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't have any like run-ins with the police or anything. I wonder the... Hands con- up. Converse. Oh, oh Griff. Oh, no. dude, I didn't even think about <laughs> that. That could yeah. be a real problem for him. Oh, my God. He gets shot because he can't. can't. My hand's in my well, belly. <laughs> well, you couldn't really like get a shirt. Um, yeah, he wasn't wearing to, a shirt in any of these pictures. You'd have so. to just have the one inside and then <laughs> I guess, uh, have yeah. one sleeve. What? I wonder what it did, like conversely, like the inverse problem. Like when you take a hand out of yourself that's been there 42 days, you just got a hand shaped, like yeah. chasm now yeah. in your stomach. Right. That's what I was that's like. That's true. It's, is he like his keys in there? Like, your inside. Does he have a pocket now? Where he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he just created his own from hey, it. Hey, you guys want some mints? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he's sneaking so much stuff into the yeah. movies. Like, really he pulls point, like though. a pack of big red out of <laughs> his <laughs> abdomen. And he's like, 42 days. God, man, it's cinnamon. You'll like it. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, 42 days is a pretty long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dude, I don't want anything from your flesh pocket, man. I told you. <laughs> I sneak stuff into the movies. So all handy, the time. man! I can get anything in here. Yeah, yeah he like pulls a box of got goobers out of the movie. And he's like, I got these at the gas station <laughs> for ninety nine cents. You paid four bucks. Who's a dummy now with their body pocket? <laughs> yeah. So Your I don't stupid know. pants pocket. Everybody pocket. knows about those, man. Everybody yeah. knows about the pants. What pocket. if he slow cooks a hot pocket in his body pocket? <laughs> a pocket in oh, a pocket. Wow! It comes out perfect temperature. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like the best hot pocket ever. Yeah. It's just like. Putting a pig in the ground, he just slow cooks it for like eight hours. Dude, if anybody Ding. pulled a hot pocket out and it was like steaming, uh, that would be the grossest. <laughs> I think it'd probably come out ninety eight point four degrees. I'm pretty yeah. sure ninety percent of hot pockets are probably human flesh anyway, so I wouldn't worry. That's about a good it. point. That's science can't argue science. Yeah. Science. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen. Before we head out of here, man, last thing that we do is uh, get a couple shout outs in. So let, let's do that. Let's get some shout outs and we'll get Rafe out of here. Uh, Griff, you got anything for us? Humpback whales, guardians of the seas. Shout out to humpback whales. Keeping it simple. <laughs> yeah. okay. About every other it's week. Tight. The yeah. usual. <laughs> uh, shout out to Harambe. Oh, yeah. It's oh. been a year today. Oh. Oh man, really? <laughs> God, it's never gonna be over. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. And uh, yesterday was Memorial Day, so shout out to the soldiers. Yeah, veterans. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. Shout out. Um, Rafe, you got anybody to shout? Well, let me say this. I'll do my shout real quick and then we'll end on you because I want you to plug whatever you want at the end here. Um, oh, okay. So I don't really have, other than what Keith just said, I was, you stole it from me. But uh, other than that, man, shout out to Rafe for stopping by. We appreciate you coming Thanks, on, man. Thanks for having spending, me. Spending some time with us talking about some some Beyonce nonsense and some, whatnot. 
Um, Beyond sense. Trademark. Nice. Oh, there we go. Damn. God, this good. is why he's the best. He's good with this it. This is why he's the best. God. Um, and then so we'll go out, man, and uh, plug some of your stuff. Let, let everybody know what's going on. It, you don't have to go through the whole spiel if you want or whatever you want, man. Just let it go. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, shout out to the guy at the bar today who, uh, when faced with the Trump-Russia scandal, yelled, let it go. <laughs> let it go why do we hang on to everything and five minutes later when faced with Kaepernick getting traded to the Giants and the national anthem scandal said America never forgets America never forgets <laughs> shout out to you for the irony being completely lost on you uh, that you want to forget about things when it's your guy and remember everything when it's not your guy you're what makes America great yeah when patriotic and idiotic become synonymous, shout out to that guy. <laughs> shout out. Uh, as far as plugs, man, I I don't know. Just come see shows. Go out and see live comedy. I don't care if I'm in the show. Just go see live comedy. Pay five bucks. Go have an art. Stop playing warmonger video games and go have an artistic experience and watch people create something on stage. Go to the improv shop. We're open in our new space at Tower Grove. Yeah. 3960 Shoto right behind the White Castle. Get a Crave case. Come and see me. It's all fun. It's all good. Love or spreading the love. Oh, and then uh, check out my website, rightfulwilliams.com. It's unfinished, but I keep putting it out there because I think that'll motivate me to finish it because I'm embarrassed by it. Uh, and uh, follow me at I am Rafe Williams on Instagram and Twitter. You know the deal. Check out videos, YouTube, subscribe, whatever. It's R-A-F-E. Don't get the F wrong. You're going to get real weird videos. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, man, that's about it. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, cool, it. man. And we, I mean, you're basically a regular at Helium, too, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, I'm a Helium. Like, check Dave Attell. You want something? There you go. A couple weeks, I'll be out there with Dave Attell. He's a legend. He's got to stop touring sometime, man, so you may not be able to get him. Uh, it was tough because I... I, I it was either him or do I? They're like, you want David Tell or Joey Coco Diaz? And I'm like, damn. Oh, wow. I damn. Love, I love tough. me some Coco. Wow. But I'm like, Dave's, he's got to be. I'm Maybe not. He may never quit, dude. Like, he's wow. one of those guys. He's a legend. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go David Tell. Uh, so, yeah, come out and see see me perform with yeah. Dave. Yeah. Go out, there and, go out there and check it out, man. Good stuff. And then go out there and check us out. Um, you know, we can find us Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, wherever you get your podcast. We are there. Head over to Apple Podcasts right now. Hit the subscribe button and then leave us a rate and review. Let us know how we're doing, man. Everybody out there, we hope you have a good week. We definitely will. And we'll see you all next week.